Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, Gorehounds? Ooh, I was a little crackly there. <laughs> and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in. However, I do bring the shit show alone. And for with me today is my one horror homie over here. I'm pointing the wrong way. I do that all the time too. Yeah, I always forget that. That Dark Lord, that Chad Daddy, Mr. Chad Christman. What's up, bitches? Howdy ho. Today is June 19th, 2023. And, well, we're going to have an itchy kind of heebie-jeebie episode today. Creepy crumbs. Shout out to our homies that are not with us tonight. Mr. Bobby Amone and Lord Scuba Cabra. Scoob's doing daddy duty. Just what yesterday was all about. And then Bob is stuck at work. Mm-hmm. So he's doing his thing. But, and Mr. Uh, Brody Kane is also stuck at work, so he sadly couldn't join us. Yep. He, said he's, working, a, he said he's working away, so he's been doing that a couple weeks, hasn't he? What's that? Working away. Like, he's away from home. Yeah, I think so. Don't quote me on it, but I that, that's I was thinking he was away for a bit. But we at least have a video from Brody today, so Thank God. we're going to get his take. We do have some scores from the boys, which we can save there. And who knows, they might even hop in the chat here and there. But today, we're... Going back to the 90s, and mm-hmm. we are discussing arachnophobia, which mm-hmm. is honestly, it's always been a personal favorite of mine. I can't believe we haven't t- fucking reviewed this movie. Dude, I I enjoy this movie, and I have to, I hate to say this may, this might possibly be maybe the first time I've seen it since I've seen it in theaters. I might have seen it once or twice since then. It's wow. not, in my, I know it's not in my regular rotation. I have no idea why. This is one, it's not to me, it's not a yearly rotation. But maybe like a bi-yearly rotation. You know what I mean? It's enough gotcha. to where like every couple of years I'm like, ooh, I'm going to watch Arachnophobia. And there's always a scene. I swear to God, I remember, but it must be from a different movie. But somehow I still think it's in Arachnophobia. <laughs> every fucking time I watch it, dude. It's let, me like guess, this... let me guess. It's like uh, fucking uh, eight-legged freaks. It, I don't even know. It's something to do with a dead cow. And I swear to God, it's a dead spider cow. that kills a cow. Yeah. And for some reason, there's this memory implanted in my head. And every time I think it's part of the beginning of arachnophobia and it's not. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that scene is from. The only thing I can think of is the critters eating a baby, the dead cow and critters. That's the only thing that pops into my head. Yeah, I don't know. I I have no idea. Maybe. And you know what? It could be a Mandela effect. It could be. It might be completely from something different that I have. I'll never remember again. What's up, Terrence? (laughs) Happy Juneteenth. I forgot that was today, and it's 19th. I even just said that. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about it until I was out there mowing in the yard. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Juneteenth. No wonder there's no mail. Well, the only reason I it kind of like brought it to me is because like I saw a debate on uh, the old fucking ugh, Facebook. Oh. But somebody was saying, like, our, I guess our county, it's like one of the only holidays for some reason they don't have off. So somebody was kind of calling some shit on it. And I was like, oh, but that's a whole different fucking topic. Not for What's this there, podcast, Heather? for yeah. sure. What's up, Heather? <laughs> welcome, welcome. Well, before we discuss this fantastic movie, dude, which is just, you know what? This is one of those ones that we've talked about before. 
it, it's a tremors basis. This yeah. is a good horror basis to start the family with. Very good. 100%. It's that pure Amblin. Amblin? Amblin? Amblin Entertainment. Uh, I don't know why that seems so weird to say. <laughs> Before we talk this awesome movie, we're going to talk about what the fuck we did this past weekend. So uh, I got to mm -hmm. actually reach deep through the multiverse here. Yeah, we got to find our. Uh, yeah. Our so hold on. Let me let me let me get to my speed post here. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's a flash reference. That's right. <laughs> that that was so hilarious how he had to do that every. Oh, my time. God. Yes. We'll talk about that in a second. But let me go into the multiverse. However, you want to do it, whether you use gadgetry or magic, magic, magic or uh Science, I guess. Science and chemistry. Uh, yeah, we're going to go get a variant of Steve to help us out here. So, Steve, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your... I legit just ate. I had tacos, and I every time I see them, I make you want a freaking slice of pizza. Right? Every time, dude. I could be eating pizza. I'm like, I want fat pizza. Fuck it, A, man. So, first and foremost, let me just say to you, sir, happy belated Father's Day. I know I already said it to you in the chat, but it doesn't matter. How was your weekend, homie? It was good, thanks. You know, it was pretty low-key. Last week, we had some... Off and on rain, we had some good weather or bad weather. Uh, Thursday, it did clear up so that I decided to try my, mow the yard, finally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I fired the lawnmower up. I got a few good passes in. I was uh, about a third of the way done, and the fucking engine started chugging. I'm like, all right, you know what? I could use a break. I'll sit down, you know, five minutes, have a water, let it rest, fire it back up. Start it back up, it starts chugging in. Then it just shuts off. And then I couldn't get it started. So I had to do the same thing I did before, take it all apart, clean the damn carburetor again, put fresh gas in it. It would not start at all. So I'm really? Like, God damn it. I'm like, I'm like, there's something really wrong with this. So I took it all apart again, cleaned and dried out the carburetor again, dumped out the gas. I Yes. Heather, wait, I'm getting to that, Heather, because <laughs> it's not the lawnmower. So what happened was I pumped out, you know, took the gas out. And I'm like, all right, I need to take a look at this because I'm thinking there's water in the gas. And I had an empty plastic water bottle. I okay. dumped the gas in it and it looked like lemonade. Cloudy as fuck. I'm like, That's gas ain't supposed to look at that. No. So I dumped, yep, yeah. So I dumped it all out, you know, got rid of all the gas, dumped out the gas can, everything, went and got fresh gas today. Some bitch fired right up question man no. like can you can you do you have your shit locked up no like, but i probably I mean, should i mean I, I could be the gas station i got this from like i've put their gas in my car before my car ran like shit i just oh. i think it's from that place so i got okay. it from a completely different place today fair enough so stay yeah. away from that one yeah no shit All so right. yeah I, it ran perfectly fine like i just primed it you know hit the hey, button man. three or five times boom fired up it's it's amazing what clean glass, clean gas. Clean gas, yeah, clean gas. But dude, yeah, it, is, it, it literally looked like lemonades. It just horrible, cloudy. I was gonna say it sounds like somebody stole your gas and then pissed in there to like be like, well, we'll fucking give him some weight back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? It could be. You never know. So, uh, so yeah, I did that. Then Friday, Thursday, I'm like, asked the wife, I'm like, how much do you love me? She's like, why? I'm like, I kind of want to go see the Flash. She's like, yeah, just go. I don't care. So Friday afternoon, I went to see The Flash by myself. 
nice dude solo viewings are fun i like it i like it and the theater there was only like maybe six people hey what's up gene but there was only like maybe six people in the theater you know it's a friday afternoon people are working i get that and uh, also it was raining pretty bad that day too so that could have been keeping people out like it was it rained so hard twice during the movie you could hear the the rain just pounding on the theater bro what movie did that recently there was a movie i was at oh it was evil dead Evil Dead. It was a crazy night like that, and then it sto- it showed those outside scenes where it was raining in the movie, and it was just like amplified effect. It was fucking insane. Thank you. That's another thing we can bring up during the uh, nerd news at the end. Just Evil Dead hitting uh, Max next week. Um, oh, <gasps> what? Yeah, twenty seventh. So yeah, I saw the Flash, and I really enjoyed it. And you know, maybe we should wait till nerd news to talk more about it, like we were in the pre-show. Yeah, I um because then that way we can give ample uh spoiler territory of people who for some reason need to dip out. Yeah. How uh, all right, you know what? Just to answer Gene's question. You can, I would say you can answer Gene's question here if you want to like sum it up in a sentence of like if you thought so it was. So how good was it? I really enjoyed it. It's uh it wasn't like the end all be all like a lot of people wanted, but I feel like this is the movie that people wanted multiverse of madness to be okay if you if you if you get what i'm saying there and especially where it did did, spoiler alert yes it does show glimpses of the multiverse and that's what people were wanting in the multiverse of madness more so on this level than what they actually got i felt like this was like i mean you know see when you say it like that now it just makes me think that like uh was it uh the last spider-man movie there is more multiverse of madness than multiverse of madness you talk the um the, the animated fucking, one? No, the Far From Home or not never coming home or whatever the fucking Which is funny because it came out before Multiverse of Madness. Right. But I'm saying like just the way you're explaining that and yeah. for like yes, spoiler, I also saw, you know, Flash, so <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but But yeah, it was a real fun movie and Brody. I did like I said, I did enjoy it. It No Way Home, thank you, Rich. Yeah, and it does have a post credit scene that doesn't set anything up. It's completely unimportant, and if people don't want to stick around to see it, you ain't missing out on anything. 100%, dude. But I... we'll talk more about Flash yeah. when it gets to nerd news, because there's a lot of good points to bring up, a lot of good stuff to discuss. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. So no. that happened. So Saturday, uh, because, okay, so yesterday was not just Father's Day. It's also my mother-in-law's birthday. No. So my wife's dad is he, he drives truck. He has like his own truck. You know, he's an independent contractor, he drives to a different place. So um he leaves Sunday and he'll be back Thursday or Friday. So we had our Father's Day slash birthday get together for my mother in law on Saturday up there and just spent the day hanging out. We had uh hot wings for dinner. Ooh. And the kids get to play up there because they have a uh, go kart up there that they can just race around in and they have a lot of fun with yeah. that. Yeah. And it was a nice okay. day out. And then yesterday, dude, I didn't do a fucking thing yesterday. Yesterday was a nice lazy day. I finally finished Hogwarts Legacy. So now I'm just finishing up all the little Ooh, side quests. Girl, nice. Oh, dude. And at, once you learn Avada Kedavra, you know, it's that's just it. Oh, the killing curse there? And I got to yeah. say, I am glad if, you, if anybody hasn't played the game yet, there is no repercussions for using the unforgivable curses. So feel free to use them at your leisure. You know what? I was kind of... Um... I was kind of pissed that there wasn't repercussions. I feel there should have been 
a better moral system if you were going to go that route. Yeah, because you look at a game like Fable, which this plays kind of a lot like, and there was the moral system in that one. Oh, yeah, man. But that would actually like straight up tearing your character and shit was fucking awesome. Dude, yeah. Your character would grow horns and shit. Right. Brody, social media is a dick, and that is why any movie that I severely want to see, I have to see opening weekend, and I will be a dick about it. That's why I'm very adamant on it because it's like, no. People, dude, I'm mad for people like how Spider Man got spoiled so fast. I'm like, come on, dude, let people fucking see shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. Sorry, Rand. <laughs> You're right, though. And, so, and Brody's like, social media spoiled Flash, and that's why I wanted to see it opening weekend before it really got a chance to. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad I got to see it Friday because that's, it only came out like the night before, really. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. But man, <laughs> the fucking end scene. Holy shit, dude. That was great. I was you know, laughing. So you know what's weird, and I don't understand this, and maybe you can explain it. Um, not to try to like stay on the Flash topic too much, but it was uh, talking about uh, the earning gross for the mm-hmm. weekend, right? But I was seeing all these articles and shit running Sunday morning saying, oh, it tanked its three-day weekend. It's yeah, it's, it's three. And I'm like, it's not even, the, the weekend's not even over they yet. What love the jump- fuck are yep. you talking about? Dude? They love jumping the gun there. Like it's like you can't count Thursday. That's a weekday, and Friday, while it is a weekday, everybody considers Friday evening the start of the weekend. Right? You know what I mean? That's why you get your three day. It's not Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like what the fuck is that bullshit? And of course, this movie isn't going to do huge bank. Look at the fucking competition. There's so much shit to go see right now. June is loaded. You got Transformers still out there. You got Spider Verse. There's this. Fast Ten's still pulling in money. What else do we have? You know, Indiana you Jones. Bo- Indiana Jones. Got Boogeyman next week. out there. You got yeah. some other shit out there that's not even. You don't even. It's not like mainstream, but it's still trying to do its thing. <laughs> and the films like Boogeyman are going to turn more of a profit than this is, just because oh, yeah, of how dude, low budget, budget was to make shit, that. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. But, but nice, yeah, man. sounds yeah. like you had a fun super weekend. I did. So uh, how was yours, buddy? Uh, well, I'll keep it short and sweet. Let's see. Um, so Saturday. Johnny D felt fucking old because mm-hmm. I went to my 20th year class reunion, dude. Oh. <laughs> Which everybody thought it was funny that, like, my family, they're like, you're going to go? Because, like, honestly, there's, like, a couple of people that I hang out from high school that I still hang out with. And those are, like, the ones that I always, like, honestly cared so, about. But I'm like, yeah, but those are the ones I've been were truly friends with. They are doing something like that here. And I think it's in a couple weeks. I don't remember where instead of doing it for, like, one specific year. They are doing every year for the up decade. Until, no, every year up until the year 2000. Everybody. Ew. And it sounds it sounds like it's going to be like really crowded. And I, I, I'm i like, I don't know if I want to go. I don't I don't think there's enough people, enough of those people that I really want to see. That just sounds like, I mean, not going to lack and lie. That sounds like a good excuse to try to have a big jamboree and bring some money. I think that's what it is. Like, because sure. it's like, it's like. I almost want to say it's twenty five bucks for a couple. Yeah, it was thirty for the couple. It's, it's twenty five until went, you. But. but if it's like a certain cutoff point, then after that, it's thirty. Oh, okay. Um, but it was fun though, dude. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I, I'm not trying to say anything necessarily negative about it. It's more than <laughs> negative for me. Is we are <laughs> Gene. We're getting. We're getting, there. we're getting there, buddy. We're getting there. The biggest thing for me was just like, you know what, dude? It's like, what the fuck not, man? Like, there were some people definitely coming up that I really genuinely wanted to be like, yo, man, I wanted to catch up with them because I haven't seen them in a minute. And uh, it was a good fucking time, man. Like, nice. 
I didn't stay. I was actually like the first one to dip out. Like <laughs> I was there for like two and a half hours already. And I was like, all right, adios fucking class of 03. I'll see you another 20. <laughs> so like, I didn't get in like the big photo at the end of the night or whatever, but I also was like, meh, I went in, you know me, sir. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. So I was hitting the rum and Coke. So after like the third one, I also forgot I didn't eat anything all day. So I was like, oh, I should probably have one of these pizza slices because I'm feeling pretty fucking white girl right now. And uh, nice. yeah, dude, it was a good time. And then, um, I, you know, got to play some MK and shit. That's what I was going to say. So shout out to my buddy, Logan, dude. And he's hopped on the Fatality podcast before. And he helped us with, like, he gave us a review on the movie and shit. Um, because my fire has been reignited on MK11, dude. He hopped online, dude. So him and I battled for fucking hours, dude. <laughs> nice. And it was great because my wife, like, won't ever fight me because she's like, no, I hate fucking losing all the time. And I'm like, well, man. But, like, my buddy and I, like, all right, my main is Johnny Cage and his main is Sub-Zero, dude. And we have, like, some of the sweatiest fucking man. I even recorded one the other night because it was so fucking sweaty, bro. It was down to round three. And there was literally like we each had we already used our uh, fatal blows. So mm. nobody had a fatal blow. And we each had about a quarter left of health bar, dude. And he fucking knocked me down to like this fucking nut hair of a sliver. <laughs> and he no, he did have his fatal blow. He had it. And he missed it. Oh. And I fucking took full advantage of that shit, dude. And he dodged. So it's my cage, I have the uppercut. He dodged the uppercut, but I fucking snuck in the enhanced where we'll bring down the down kick, dude, that had just slammed on the floor and fucking pulled that shit right out of my ass. And it was just one of those fights where you're like, woo! Oh, man, like, games like fuck? that are legendary. That's great. Yes, dude, and that's why I fucking love fighters, man. Like, they're just like, you get to that nitty gritty fucking moment and you're just like, you pull that shit. You want to just like fucking huck the controller. And be like, <laughs> that, <dude." laughs> Unless you're pissed, then you just want to huck it too, but um for a different reason but no but so my god my daughter called me out because she was like well does logan beat you i go yeah he beats me quite a bit she's like daddy you're like goku and i was like why she's like because you like like to lose i'm like because like that's how you learn how to fight like you that like that's the whole point i'm like ah whatever so (laughs) she'll understand no here's the thing dude i love it because she is totally into fighters but right now she i i let her play the new mk i was like hey you're old enough now i don't give a shit but she likes Injustice more, which I'm like, oh, that's cool, because I dig Injustice as well. So, And she likes Soul Calibur with me as well, so that's always fucking dope. But yes, went and saw The Flash, Father's Day. Uh, I saw my dad right beforehand. Um, went and just hung out with him. And then my Father's Day treat was, uh, that's what I wanted to go do, was go see Flash. So saw that at 1.30. Uh, three button sets versus six buttons. You're right. That's a genesis. That is a that is a total Genesis reference. Yep, for sure. Why is there six buttons? Ah! Dude, they straight up made <clears throat> made that specifically for both uh, Street Fighter Street and Fighter. Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, gotta have them face buttons, dude. I gotta say uh, thank you to Mister Amone for sharing this shit because I haven't got to that yet. I'll get to that in a little. Oh bit. shit! I totally forgot that too. No, that's fine. I usually do that for during slice life. Yeah, I do else. too. But there's, we usually have four of us, so yeah. we usually have some fluff time. And you guys listening, if you could kindly share this for us, that would be fantastic. We would appreciate it. Smooches all around. 
um flash my thoughts i think it was super fucking fun mm-hmm. like chad said it's not a perfect movie um there's some editing cleanup shit that needed to happen for sure but they probably run out of budget budget eh, budgetary constraints i imagine right. and obviously this movie's also been pushed back a few fucking times which is never good for anything fucking mm-hmm. else hey mr ramone there he is there's bobby you take a shower buddy and you take a get a good night's sleep homie i know take you're a tired shit. as fuck well that that goes before the shower hopefully because <laughs> otherwise then you just ruin your day and you gotta be <laughs> shower and shit, <laughs> shit in the shower <laughs> no don't waffle stop it jesus <laughs> christ unless you got like a fishnet scoop <laughs> But anyways, we've talked enough about us. We're here to talk about creepy crawlies, and that is 1990s arachnophobia. Let me yeah, pull up our show notes here, because literally they just went fucking down. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Here we go. Oh, this was released, by the way, July 19th, 1990. So one month off. Not bad. All right, plot rundown. A group of researchers is on a research expedition in Venezuela. Upon routine trapping of insects, the researchers find two stunned spiders in their traps, and they study these these insects that are unlike any spiders they've ever seen. One escapes and kills a researcher, photographer, actually. Yes. And then hitches a ride back to the the photographer's hometown. Canaima? Canaima? Is that a real place? I don't think it's... There's something in my notes, but Canaima is the, the area of Venezuela that they filmed in. Okay. So they named it after that, but I don't think there is a Canaima, California. I didn't think there is either, but yes. Hometown Canaima, California. Dr. Ross Jennings has just moved there and is deathly afraid of spiders. Now, the Venezuelan spider has reached the U.S. and has begun to dominate the town. Soon, people. Not only that, he gets to have sex. Yeah, he did. <laughs> only after the death of the town's only doctor, douchebag, does yes. Jennings realize that a spider might be causing the deaths. He sends his assistant to Kamina. Wait, what? Uh, he sends his assistant. Yeah, there's something missing there. Anyway, yeah. So the blonde ponytail dude, who I don't remember his name, sends his assistant. To Kamina, or Kamina, Kamina, I can't remember. I don't know why I can't say that. <laughs> it looks so weird. Well, we verifying that the Venezuelan spider was involved. He informs that the spider plans to take over the new area by creating reproductive offspring by, with a domestic house spider. Now it's happens. a race. <laughs> it does. And now it's a race against time before the Venezuelan spider manifests the town and eventually the entire country. Ooh. Directed by Frank Marshall, Alive, and Congo. Awesome. That's what we should cover, dude. Congo, really? I feel like it's it's, it's borderline. It's borderline. It's gore. It is. I mean, we're getting into the fifth. We're getting we're getting deep at this point. So I mean, you know, we can start scotching into them more. I don't know. <laughs> I was scared of it as a kid. I can fucking tell you that. Hey, you know what? But, that will that be our first Bruce Campbell? No, 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 no. We no, did. we've done Maniac Bruce. Cop. Maniac That's right. Yeah. All right. Written by Don Jacoby, Life Force, John Carpenter's Vampires. Wesley Strick, Kate Fear, and Wolf. Produced by Kathleen Kennedy, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Richard Vane, Harry and the Hendersons, great movie, and The Phantom. Not just a great movie, the series was pretty good, too. I never watched the series. It was good. Nice. They, 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 they have brought back Kevin Peter Hall as Harry. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Take it away with the cast, homie. All right. Starring Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber, and the bus that couldn't slow down as Dr. <laughs> Ross Jennings. Harley Jane Kozak, the house on Sorority Row, Parenthood, as Molly Jennings. The iconic John Goodman, King Ralph, Coyote Ugly, as Delbert McClintock. Julian Sands, may he rest in peace, because we all know he's dead. Even though his body hasn't been found yet. Uh, Warlock, the Phantom of the Opera. As Wait, what is, what is what are you talking about? Okay, so Julian Sands went missing uh, a few months ago. Uh, he was he took some kind of uh, mountain hike, and there was a really? snowstorm. Yeah, and he never came back, and they haven't found his body. Like this year? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Sasquatch. Could be. No, Brody, well, I, I, Brody, you, Brody just said that. That's funny. Well, no, like, well, that Brody said that, and I'm like reading it, and then you said that. I was like, wait, what the? I'm like, I'm completely missing. No See, shit. I wasn't looking at the chat because I'm sitting here looking at my notes. Says, That's awesome. So, uh, so, yes, it's very sad. Uh, Brian McNamara, Short Circuit, Caddyshack 2 is Chris Collins. Caddyshack 2 was terrible. <laughs> James, <laughs> it was. James Handy, the Rocketeer, Jumanji as Milt Briggs, Peter Jason, They Live, Mortal Kombat. The first movie Mm-mm-mm-mm. as Henry Beachwood, Henry Jones, support your local sheriff nine to five as douchebag Dr. Sam Metcalf, Ugh. Francis Bay, happy Gilmore critters three as Evelyn Metcalf, Mark L. Taylor from inner space. And honey, I shrunk the kids as Jerry Manley, Roy Brock Smith, total recall and Bill and Ted's bogus journey as Irv Kendall, Kathy Kenny, the Drew Carey show, the secret life of the American teenager as Blair Kendall, Stuart Pankin, Congo again, and striptease. Yeah. Sheriff awesome, Lloyd yeah. Parks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary Carver, Simon and Simon in Protocol, as Margaret Hollins. We had a small body count, only seven. And so. Yeah, but uh, not bad for a PG movie. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, dude? Like, honestly, this is, this is a family movie, and we still get a solid body count. We've had full horror movies where we've had less. Yeah. So. Straight up. So, you want to take it from here again? Or you want me to Fuck finish? yeah, dude. All Let's right. go. All right. So, music by Trevor Jones from Dark City and From Hell. Ooh, Dark City is the one I haven't watched in a long time. Cinematography from Mikhail Solomon from The Abyss and Backdraft. Edited by Michael Kahn, Raiders of the Lost Art, and Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Effects and makeup by Chris Wallace. Walls? Wallace? Wallace, yeah. Okay. Gremlins and Enemy Mine. Oh, man. That's another one. Uh, distributed by Buena Vista Pictures, runtime of 110 minutos, MPA AA rating of P- oh, it's PG 13. Excuse me, I thought it was PG. I was off. Budget of 22 mil, grossed, and it was a gross, gross. It was. Uh, 53.2 mil. So not bad. Not bad not at all. Not bad at all. They made their budget and then some. Mm-hmm. Good deal. All right, let's discuss this fucking awesome film so again like i said this clearly was not my first time seeing this it may have been i'm pretty sure i've seen it at least once or twice since then like maybe on hbo or something but it's it hasn't been in my regular rotation i think i might have to change that i might have to get a copy because i'm not fucking running it every goddamn time i have it on dvd still and it sucks because like it's not the best dvd quality by any means and um I have like some of my TVs will zoom into it to where I can get the full TV. But the one main one that we were watching on just wouldn't fuck like it just doesn't want to do it for some reason. 
and yeah, it is. Sorry, it is PG thirteen. Yeah, I just double checked that. Okay, no, yeah, Brody says it's PG in Australia. It feels like a PG movie, but I guess because now we have the introduction oh, with, of PG thirteen, I, I think it's the body count probably that keeps it from being PG, and possibly the teenage cleavage. Yeah, you know what I mean. They had to, that had to have been a body double. I. It, or she was Bro, that was a high school girl. Why are you? Why? Why are we even seeing this? I mean, hopefully she was eighteen. Jesus Christ! If not, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's why I said it's got to be a body double because you don't right. you only see it from the neck down. That lucky spider. Anyways, <laughs> whoa, whoa. He had that was look at. Listen, if that was a water slide at the park, that would be my favorite fucking water slide. Okay, <laughs> the titty ride. <laughs> 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 just right through the you bounce off the boobs and then just fucking ah. it's awesome but no this obviously this is not the first time watching this fucking movie this is one i've watched as a kid it always creeped me the fuck out especially dude the end scene not mm-hmm. to like jump around and shit like that but that's what we do here so but yeah man the end scene when you get them all coming out of the fucking woodworks yeah they're fucking swarming the house that shit is like so ingrained in my head like anytime somebody mentions this movie that's the thing that like pops it's like (gasps) and that was a big selling point on the trailer if i remember correctly too was seeing yeah because you got to see a bunch of spiders man you can't you know what i mean like if you're not going jaw style with this movie to where you're making a giant spider and you're just doing still like normal size you gotta go you know monumentous amounts right but so i do i will say i love the spider that they picked i love it's his like little dance moves that he pulls off sometimes when he wants to like get away <laughs> from people <laughs> i actually believe he's a uh he is a friend of brody's he's an yeah, australian that's a hunts- native that's a huntsman spider was it a huntsman spider specifically mm-hmm. oh, For the smaller ones yeah they're, they're called it's in my notes i think they're called a flat huntsman but the okay but the big one is they call it's called a Goliath bird eating spider. No, that one I knew. Yeah, his name is Big Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do remember that one. But no, the the little ones, man. Like, I, like man, they act. They look like they're really fucking acting, dude. Like little fucking. Like it's awesome. And it's great how they did it too to get them to move like that. They use like hair dryers. Like Gene Gene mentioned, they're the great hair dryer store. Hair dryer and uh, Lemon Pledge. Yes, I believe I read. Yep, because they don't like and Lemon Pledge, so they wouldn't walk where it yeah. was sprayed. So they'd be like, "Whoa, no, 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 no." But no, okay. So this movie, man, like right off the bat, it starts off. You got this. You're in fucking Venezuela, so you know what I mean. You're over the fucking Amazon. You're like, what the hell is this, man? Especially if you didn't watch the trailers, I don't know if they show that versus the trailers, but I'm assuming they would show. I think it's. More of the small I think it is stuff. real quick shown. Yeah. Is it okay? I think. But I like that. Like they actually shot there and everything. Like that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, what an awesome way to get a little vacation in Venezuela. It's, it's <laughs> so, so like, funny. Yeah, the, the scene with them going down into that uh, sinkhole, whatever, and I don't know why I was just getting like Skull Island vibes from that whole thing, bro. Because that literally is. That's what Skull Island is. It's an untouched ecosystem, which this ex- was. Yep. That's what which, I thought of. Like, I've heard some people complain that they didn't like how the scientists went in and like kind of killed everything off. But I'm like, well, to be fair, I'm like, this is also if we're going off a of late '80s, early '90s science. You know what I mean? Like, we're not giving too much of a shit at this point. So, right? Yeah, now. However, I'll tell you what, man, 
why didn't anybody bring a fucking umbrella? They knew what they were doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how bad's a pop-up fucking umbrella to be like, nope. Fuck this shit, dude. Not even spiders aside. Let's just say there's not even spiders. Dude, you still just have dead fucking a shit ton of dead bugs just falling yeah, out. Yeah, that, that's no thanks, man. Nobody wants that. That's just that's creepy no matter what. If you if you're not afraid of insects, you're like, Whoa. it's like yeah, that dude. it's like that scene in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom where they're going down that hallway and it's just literally the floor's just crawling with bugs. Like I'm not afraid yeah. of bugs, but that gave me nightmares. Before. That still gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And this movie does it perfectly. I had my daughter watch it with us. Like, I didn't force her to watch it, but, like, she kept, like, peeking in. I was like, oh, you should watch it. I'm like, you can watch it. Oh, yeah. It's and very it family so, friendly. It was so funny, man, because, like, anytime, like, it would start getting, like, crazy spidery scene, dude, she would start, like, she was, like, had, like, a stuffy, and she would just start, like, slide. She's like, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, dude, it's 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 fantastic. But, like, I love how the beginning, they set it up perfectly. You get this crazy spider that's never been introduced to mankind or anything like that. Um. Our dude gets killed off super fucking quick, so we get a reason of like why it's able to transport to this town. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the story itself is pretty solid. And tight Gene, like Gene said the deleted scenes for this are rad. Gene, if you want to elaborate in here, be my guest because I had I did I not didn't look even up. Know any, there was. I didn't look up the deleted scenes. I know there is one deleted scene that they filmed, but they didn't use where the uh, the sheriff dies. Oh, really? What they killed boy? Yeah, because you don't see him after he leaves the uh, mortuary. And the reason for that is there was he got bit driving around in this patrol car and he crashed and you know got. I was gonna say I thought the last wait do you see him at the more wait because I thought the last time you see him is after he drops off what's his name at the barn and then he drives away. Maybe it's the go. barn. Maybe I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. But uh, but yeah, yeah, he is killed off in a deleted scene. No shit. Uh, Gene right. says there's a bunch of Goodman scenes that were cut. So. Oh my god. That's gonna be right. old. So that's you know gonna, what? We're gonna have we'll, to look we'll, that up. We'll we'll talk Delman. Or Delbert. Delbert. Right? Delbert. Delbert. Sorry. Not Dilbert. Delbert. Specifically, John Goodman as Delbert. Fantastic fucking character, dude. This this might have to be a cosplay option for me. I mean, it's pretty close <laughs> to Ghostbusters, honestly. But it's just it'd be so much funnier to act this character. Of fucking Jack, because <laughs> that's a very non-John Goodman character that he's playing. I don't know, man. I feel like it's just like John Goodman's such a well-rounded like actor. You know what I mean? So it's just for this for him to play this role and just like the way he is collecting beer cans and shit, dude, and just telling <laughs> people off like, "Yeah, you're wrong." You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I fucking love it. He, uh, he's definitely a character. He's a character to me that feels like he should fit into something completely different than this particular universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know where they pulled him in from. <laughs> but no, man, his scenes were fantastic and hilarious. I mean, the motherfucker had his own theme music. You know, like, that goes pretty hard when you get your own campy, like, wonky theme music that's ridiculous. But for some reason, every time you hear it, you just can't help but smile. And I can't think of anyone better to play that role either and i think no if i'm not mistaken i think the director wanted john candy but spielberg insisted on goodman so this would have been like prime roseanne time for sure i feel Mm -hmm. it's like what roseanne came out 88 yeah so like yeah dude and that took right off from the belt so and i feel like that was 
a lot of the audience that went to see it was for John Goodman too. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I, I don't, I was wondering if it was for him more so, or the fact that like Jeff Daniels is in it now. Cause like Jeff Daniels had a few ringers be- under his belt before this, right? Not in 90. He's his stuff came later. Like, uh, was it speed? I, Cause speed and, um, dumb and dumber were right after each other. No, but didn't he do like a revolutionary war movie or something like that? Like in the eighties, that was really big. Trying to think what that. um, I'd have to look up his shit. But like, I mean, he was known. I mean, we all know the Dumb and Dumber thing. Like nobody. He was. He was. He was a rising star at this time. He wasn't. He wasn't like. He wasn't a household name. John Goodman definitely was. But he also wasn't a comedy star or anything like that either. He was more of like a dramatic actor. Yeah. And so, like, that's why. I guess that's more of a dumb and dumber kind of a thing, but because mm-hmm. nobody expected him to do that. Was, oh, Civil War. Oh, what the fuck? Ah, I'd have to look up his. Would it have been Glory? That came out around that time. I don't know. I didn't watch too many Civil War movies. I've only seen a few of them, and they were only because of school. Uh, Same. <laughs> I think that's probably why I don't actively seek them out, because <laughs> that was just pounded into our skull. Independence, Independence Day. Day. Independence Day. Yeah, that's Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman was an Independence Day. He was the. Yes. He uh, was in the, the Grand Tour. Okay. Um, it wasn't Glory. Hmm. Anyways. So. This, you know, we get Jennings coming in to this town after like we get our story of how we're getting spiders there. Right. And blah, blah, blah. Um. I want to say the doctor in this might take douchiest person that we've ever had in a movie ever. And we've had a he, lot of douchebags. I don't, he might, you know, you, you got bro. Me. He fuck like, how bad do you fuck over? Like, it's one thing to fuck over multiple people, but to specifically fuck over one person who's not a bad guy by any means, who literally changed his entire fucking life around on your word. Okay. So not only did he, did, did he refuse to retire? But he's literally bad mouthing the doctor yeah. in clear earshot, which he knows because yeah. he's that kind of a dude. Yeah, I work with people like that. It's like go fuck yourself, dude. Like, yeah, you want to have a discussion? Like he was actively sabotaging this doctor, and he knew that he was wrong. You know, for uh, giving the the old lady the the wrong, he gave her medicine she didn't need it. Right, and to say that that's why she died when he didn't even want to consider any other possible options, which honestly, I like that part of the story and everything. Like that's a good little, just like to give that extra, like, you know what I mean? To give that old doctor the power Mm -hmm. being like, yeah, because he took that off and it's like, Oh, well now it's like, Ooh, big city doctor, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Coming into these rural folks, fucking shit up. And yeah, man, he was just, I love his wife, though. I love her in everything that she is in. Oh, yeah. Happy, Happy Gilmore's, Gilmore's grandma. Come on. You can't. It's either Happy Gilmore's her. grandma or it's the bag lady from Seinfeld. Give me the, give me the bread, <laughs> you old bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> oh, shut up, you old bag. Yep. She was also the uh, innkeeper in Mouth of Madness. Yep. She turned into the giant fucking monster, dude. She's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Um, No, that was honestly a bittersweet moment in his in the doctor's death scene when he says he's like call the ambulance call jennings mm-hmm. 
at that moment he knew he fucked up but it was too late regardless yep. like 100 percent. but honestly his wife killed him because he was good to go but she was the one like don't forget to put your slippers on he's like that was right. an accident. i and know I, I love how he's like freaking out it's like oh something bit me she looks down. it's just a spider right like most women would be like freaking the fuck out ah, spider which okay i'm glad you said that let's go back to the beginning when jeff daniels and his family gets to his house and they find now i'm assuming that's the female spider right because yeah, the that's the one that spider is the general yes so okay uh yeah he was putting down that big d for that <laughs> <laughs> but anyways that spider was pretty fucking big too it was you know what i mean like i don't think most people would have just picked it up and been like oh i'll take it outside i think most people would have been like fuck this Pyah! like no i probably would have yeah. taken it outside yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not big on killing spiders but i can't help it i don't know man i got a lot of those brown fucking like those big fuzzy brown like brown and black ones all in my basement and shit so there's enough of them where i can kill them off and it's not really good to oh, i'm not gonna lie there's some we had uh the one night harper came in freaking out because there was a spider in the room and she's like it's really big it's really big and i was expecting like this little thing and there's this huge fucking uh they're called fisher spiders yep like i'm not kidding you like it's like it's with leg span was the palm of my hand it was huge <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's the shit you don't need to see after watching this movie you know what i mean <laughs> Wolf spiders, yes, yeah, fuck it, eh? But no, so like we got Doctor Douchebag. We have a good setup of like Def Jam, uh, Def Daniels, Jesus Christ, Def Daniels, <laughs> Def Jam, Jeff Daniels, uh, and like his whole. Obviously, he gets shit on, but then as soon as the doctor di dies, they're like, "Damn, flip the script." Great day at the fucking office, honey. Kid, <laughs> you know what I mean? Business is booming um but then yes and that was crazy too is like we killed off technically a kid i mean he was a teenager mm -hmm. but that was our second fucking death after the first one being a really hot old bitty which well, i don't even know if she was that old honestly she probably was only in her fucking 50s well technically the first one would have been the photographer okay fair so well i mean like i like mean, in the, the, new, the new species of spiders though yeah. that are killing people um which man like margaret Dude, she was a fox. She was. She was a silver fox. She. Mm. And I felt really bad right at her death scene because she was just yeah. sitting there talking to her dead husband, missing him. The poor old Which bag. I'm just like, damn. Yeah, dude, that one makes you really hurt a little yeah. bit, dude. Like, just gives you just enough. You're like, ah, she was a really nice lady. Yeah, you just, she should have lived. She should But then again, I was going to say they should have killed off the, the doctor's wife. But, you know, you really love Happy Gilmore's grandma, too. So you no, can't dude, you can't do that. No. But no, this was a good one because like, like it sets up the whole confrontation that we get in this whole movie. Like, she's his only patient. Took her off the medicine. The other doctor finds out, freaks out. Now, here's my thing is like, can the one doctor subside over the other one? Even though she's, even though she only had one visit with Daniels, technically he's mm -hmm. her doctor. Can the other one like, cause, like claim jurisdiction over that with when it comes I, down to like the body shit and everything? Like, I don't. I don't I wouldn't think, but no, but the sheriff was in his court and the sheriff the sheriff was kind of douchey also. Bro, this sheriff was like, he was a goober, <laughs> dude, like he's 100% a goober with his little snide looks right in the beginning and shit. Like, he was the he was like the, the probably the fat kid that got picked on in middle school. And the second he got a chance to get any kind of authority, 
it went straight to his head. Oh, absolutely, dude. But that's the best part is like once that doctor goes and then the main who's the other guy with the bolo? He's the what county? What the, the hell? He was the corner. He's the county corner, though, yeah. right? Okay. I like how that dude just comes in and literally just tells him to shut the fuck up every time. <laughs> like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, Lloyd. Man, and he does it, dude. Like he he yeah, respects he respects the authority, which is funny. Well, it's the but... county coroner. He actually does have authority there. True, but it's just for him to consistently tell him to shut up, like at least three to four fucking different times. But I gotta say, man, this movie it sets up some good tense scenes, man. It does. The scene where they're actually like trying to find the spider and okay, how how in the hell did and I'm amazed they actually found anything how in the hell did they figure four guys which is really just three guys because jeff daniels didn't do anything how did they expect to find one certain spider in this whole big house well so is the doctor's house right yeah okay that's what i, I was like i'm pretty sure it's got to be the doctor's house because that was the one where they knew the last death was yeah i Honestly, don't know. It was probably just like a, a fluke luck. That is, I mean? like that is looking for a needle in a haystack. It is, but it worked out in their favor. I mean, they found the dead one. I mean, I guess which, maybe they were hoping that they weren't just finding that specific spider, but maybe something of the same species because they were, you know, there's well, a they didn't, they didn't find they didn't find anything though at that point, right? Like they didn't even know they didn't know what they were looking for, right? They just knew that there was potentially spider bites. Yes. And then obviously they found the dead one first in the cereal, which you right. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, what, that cereal was open in the container. Like Lloyd looked at it and it was already open. So why? Hey, that why? Clearly, bugs are gonna get in there. <laughs> yeah, and two, that cereal is gonna be stale as shit. Yeah, gross as fuck, man. Blech. But no, man, this is where we get the cool like little live like dancing spider where he's like. Hey, and like Jeff Daniels is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna try to challenge you. And he's like, oh yeah, bitch, I got you too. Well, Jeff Daniels didn't want to go near it though. He's like, I'm, no, I'm he's like, I'm paralyzed with fear. He's like, oh, I'm scared to death. And dude's like, you don't fucking do this. He was puckered butthole. He was 100, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so you know, obviously, get a couple more deaths. They figured out it's the spiders, and now we're like, oh shit, what's going on? We get a little bit more Delbert scene going in with the uh, the coach's family. Where we talked about which, listen, man, first of all, when that girl's taking a shower, I feel like you would have felt the web that she grabbed when she went to go change the nozzle. I would have assumed like you would feel that weird texture of stretchiness like, yeah, ew. And then on top of that, you didn't feel the spider just launch on your face and sit okay, there for a second. I thought like, about that and then I'm like, well. It probably wouldn't feel that different from the water itself. So I can see that. But the water was behind her. But it could have splashed up. I don't know. I I mean, I, I guess I'm reaching for it here because it's obviously just supposed to be like, you know, one kind of ooh titillating scene. <laughs> Literally titillating. Right. And then she fucking waffle stomps that bitch. <laughs> but no, then we get some more Delbert, which... Uh, he comes out and I love that scene where he's just like hosing the spider on the fucking walk. And the spider's just like, no, fuck you. <laughs> and it's cool how they did that scene, man. They, had the, they didn't even kill the spider for that scene, dude. They had a hollow out shoe. Dude, I didn't even realize this, but they didn't even hose a real spider. That was a fake. 
yeah, they used magnets or like little puppets sometimes because they they didn't kill any spiders on set, dude. Nope. And any dead nothing. spiders were ones that naturally died. Mm-hmm. And they, because obviously ones are gonna die. They're spiders. Yeah, they're they spiders. Don't they don't live forever. Exactly. So, yeah, no. And dude, some Flame. of the people, some of the cast straight up adopted these spiders when they were done. Oh, really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. It's oh, it's shit. in my notes, but yeah, the, the the cast, you know, the the cast members uh, and the crew, they really got attached to these spiders. They weren't afraid of them at all because huntsmen's are actually really gentle spiders. Despite they, their ferocious look. They, hey, man, like I said, it, they look like they were dancing half of the scenes and when they were like, just like cha-cha-cha and back and forth. <laughs> like, if you just change the music and the tone, that's a totally different fucking scene, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> throw, throw on a little bit of salsa music. Yeah, dude. Put a little like fucking cartoon sombrero on them or something like that, dude. <laughs> fucking great. He's like, they're like those dancing crabs sometimes, dude, when you just see them like just chilling in nature. Um, But no, man, so then... You know, let's skip ahead and we get to the nitty gritty, man. Shit is fucking going down. They figured out the circle pad, the, the web pattern of all mm-hmm. the deaths, which we've seen, you know, we've seen that archetype in many of things before, but it works well. I'm not going to say it doesn't. Brody said he's surprised no spiders escaped to start a huntsman plague in the U.S. Yeah, right. That, they they were really, really strict on 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 these spiders to be honest like and it's in my notes like they had to jump through a lot of hoops just to get them here well yeah because what they wanted is because they wanted a different kind of spider they didn't want to use just tarantulas and shit because everybody yeah. fucking uses tarantulas. but they had to be really really careful that none of them escape because that'd be considered an invasive species oh absolutely dude i mean shit man talk to like brazil with hippos right now man who would have ever thought that's an invasive species but fucking hey they are <laughs> <laughs> um but no, man, we get down to the end scene, the nitty gritty spiders just coming out the fucking woodwork. And this literally is the scene, man, this house. This is the scene where it's like, bro, if you do not like spiders, this is where you're just this is going to ruin your day. One hundred percent. And oh, man. And then Delbert comes in with his private stock of acid, which I can only <laughs> assume is acid. It just starts burning Jeff Daniels house. Yeah, it's, fu- it's funny because right before that, he was talking about how he used his, like this environmentally friendly, friendly, on his biodegradable. Gloves, right. Yeah. And he's, he's like, what he's. But he's, he's saying that then he comes in with this fucking acid just spraying the shit out of them because his eco friendly shit wasn't doing anything to these spiders. Because that wasn't. That was stuff that he probably bought. But like I said, that's what his private stock is fucking shit that he makes. That's clearly illegal. To fucking <laughs> he comes in. He comes in dressed like fucking. He's Doc. a Ghostbuster, bro. He's, he's, he's like cross between Ghostbuster and Doc Brown when he's putting the plutonium in the DeLorean. A little bit. Like I said, man, I feel like, you know, I got enough flight suits, dude. I probably could just depatch one and then get the helmet and the gas mask, and I could totally be Delbert for a cosplay. Get a, little, and get a cheap, fucking... shitty, curly wig to put under a hat. Yeah, dude. And then actually get some cylinders, just fill it with water, and just spray people at cons, dude, when they're hot. Like, I think it'd be fucking awesome, dude. And Gene says, waste of a wine room. But thank you, by the way. When he's sitting there trying to build the wine room, and it's just going right through the wood. Yeah. And I'm I just, just look at him like, dude, that's like, dude, that's not, that's not Charmance. That's just dry rot. But like, my question is, why would you keep shooting nails in when you saw the first one completely rip through it? Like, oh. I'm thinking he was testing to see if there were any good spots. I mean, I'm sure he was, but like, I don't know, man. 
Sucks. That shit was close. <laughs> and that that led to the classic John Goodman line: "Take out bad wood, put in good wood." That's right. <laughs> I love bad that wood. Part. What do we, what do we do? Good. Take out bad wood. Ha, I'd love the. How would you feel if I just ripped out this whole floor right here? <laughs> no. All right. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like his character is so perfect. In this that movie, dude. that sounds a lot like a something like Pete Venkman might say. Right, just something ridiculous, dude. Or even, I don't know, I could see Ray being like over the top, just like, hey, listen, we got to do all this. No, okay, I'll just tone it back a little bit. Yeah, because Egon wouldn't even ask. He'd just do it. True. <laughs> no, see, and right there, Venkman would be almost like the voice of reason because Egon would have put that hole in his head. <laughs> hey, so, and it would have worked, too, if he, if he yeah, didn't stop him. Fuck it, eh? But, no, man, and then we get the crazy end action scene in this, which... um you know what? It was fine with me, dude. We got a lot of, we got some sparking, uh, we got some sparks going on. It, it felt like a universal ride or something <laughs> like that, dude. Like <laughs> the way it kind of looked. But I've always wondered, like, was, did they ever manufacture a nail gun like that one? I feel like that was something that they just created just for the movie. <sighs> Honestly, I couldn't tell you about 1990s nail guns, dude, at all. I mean, was he using a, a compressor or was it a like a no because he had to cock it, it every time he was using it i don't know what it was it, it wasn't might, air compressor. It, unless there was unless it's one of those ones where it actually used like compressed air in it like a little co2 canister or something Maybe. which i think like there a, was stuff like that i don't know if it would although if there was no safety regulations yeah it could easily shoot out like a gun i mean obviously like we've learned see i thought there were safety regulations in place by then and see i feel like there would be but I always also think I always when I watch this movie, I don't think 1990. I think for some reason, later 80s. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's on that cusp, but well, I mean, yeah, it's right there because it would have been filmed in the 80s because it came out in mid 90. Right. And it's just like everybody's rocking them pastels and shit, dude. And oh, man. But going back to the end scene, you know, we get our fucking spider. So the first one he kills is the queen, right? Yes, that's the one. That, I always fucked it up because you would think the queen would be bigger. Like in everything else in the animal kingdom, the queen's usually the bigger one. But no, this one, the general's the biggest motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Well, it's still, the queen was still a hybrid is why. Right. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been a full-blooded, so it would have been, I'm guessing his offspring. So he was like, the queen was literally his, his fucking his own daughter. Well, that's how the lion. Because the first it. one was that tiny little house spider. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Like where the hell did that thing go? Like that just like, Food, maybe. Who knows? Oh, you know what? They did say spiders eat each other and shit like that. So, yeah, it's possible. But, uh, yes, thank yes, Gene. 22 caliber nail guns were available. So, that's mm, it's right, possible as yeah. that. Um, is there anything you want to say about this, man, before we hear from Brody? No, I think we did a really good job of covering it. You okay. know, just the two of us. Yeah, as I, say, I feel like I've, I've heard myself talk enough, and I'm sure everybody else has, too. Nah, so, let's hear nah, from nah. Brody. Whoop! Well, howdy fucking doody there, folks. It's DKB here back for another episode of Goromore. And this week I'm here to talk to you about arachnophobia. Honestly, uh, I don't know why I do this to myself. I love the film every time I fucking watch it. Um, a sense Great of film. tension and fear and paranoia flutters over me like Jeff Daniels' character in this film. That's right, I am basically him in fucking real life, especially when it comes to fucking Huntsman's. Uh, that is obviously the type of spider that was used in this fucking film. Uh, so, yeah, 
it feels a little bit close to home when I watch this film, especially in the third and final act when you see the house riddled with fucking huntsmen. I can't stand one, let alone fucking 300 of them running around the house, <laughs> coming off the you ceiling me on and jumping one. at people because they are vicious little pricks. So, um, yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. Not good. <laughs> so, yeah, the overall tone of this film I really appreciate. Uh, obviously, I think Spielberg was a producer on it, so you can definitely tell it's got oh, that Spielbergian yeah. vibe about it. Um, but also, uh, I feel like I really resonate with some of these characters throughout this movie because having grown up in a small town like this, I can definitely see some of the people who I um, see down the street uh, in, in this film. So... I'm really invested with these characters full stop, uh, especially with a Spielbergian film. Um, I think the actors that were betraying these characters did a fucking fantastic job. I mean, it's a stellar cast. Everyone in this had a role to play, and they just played their role to the fucking best that they could, and they nailed it on the fucking head. Um, so, yeah, I'm really invested with the characters throughout the whole entire film. Um, it de definitely keeps me on the edge of the seat to the point where I know the risks are ex extremely high, especially in that third and final act when you do see that house riddled with fucking spiders and only what takes one bite and you are gone. You are dead, fucking dead. So, yeah, um... Yeah, fuck this movie. It fucks me up every time. <laughs> so I like how the cinematography was able to capture the aesthetic um, of the title itself, Arachnophobia, with that fear, tension and paranoia element about it. Um, yeah, I'll literally sit there and I'll just see like these layers of height and paranoia flutter over me and they just fucking... I just can't escape it. I'm just uncomfortable the whole fucking time, even though I know what's coming. I've seen it that many times. But every goddamn time, I'll just sit there and I'll feel an itch on my leg and I'll just jump into my seat and I'll be karate chopping fuck all. There's nothing there. <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, goddamn. So, yeah, my heart can't take this shit for much fucking longer. This film, yeah, fucking, it's great stuff. I'm, yeah. So I've got to give a huge shout out to one of the cameos in this film, only due to the fact that he has a small time presence on screen, and that would be the exterminator played by Mr. John Goodman. I thought his comedic element and presence on the screen was a breath of fresh air for me personally because I was just so fucking on edge the whole time. Makes sense. So just to see him bring that comedic element about, it was, just, it was just a fun thing to break up the film, you know. So he definitely feels like that really cool uncle uh, that everyone else hates in your family that you can just sit there at Christmas time and talk absolute <laughs> He's shit. He's definitely the uncle. Like, that's that's a pretty good way to go. Have a yep. fucking fun time with, you know. Um, so, yeah, I only wish we had got a little bit more of him uh, and potentially a spin-off. That would have been fucking cool. Where he's fighting weird-ass giant bugs or even have a cameo oh in the next where he potentially becomes one of the bugs that he's been chasing. That'd be pretty cool. Bit of body horror, Cronenberg-esque. <laughs> Damn, Brody's going in a hole in fucking left really field. I don't feel comfortable talking about fucking Huntsman's anymore. So, yeah, uh, John Goodman, A-OK -okay in this fucking film. Fantastic. So, a quick little story time to why I hate Huntsman's. Well, Huntsmen's are big, creepy, gross-ass motherfucking spiders. Uh, they're pretty harmless, but either way, I don't fucking like them because I had a really fucked experience with one where one of my workmates thought it'd be a good idea to chuck one on my shoulder while I was carrying a sheet of glass over my fucking head. So I had to put the sheet of glass in, which I nearly dropped on my fucking head, cut my neck open, cut my fucking head off. 
which probably wouldn't have fucking cared in that moment because I had a goddamn giant spider sitting on my fucking shoulder. <laughs> so I finally put that down, go to flick the spider. It's still latched to me. It goes to run at me. I eventually flick it again. And then, yeah, um, panic attack 101. <laughs> and then I was shutting a roller door at work one day and I had a fucking gray, old grey huntsman, yeah, yay big, fall on top of my head and then fall on the ground and run <laughs> off. So, yeah, I am not really invested with the fucking spiders. I couldn't care fucking less about them. Burn and, uh, yeah, I don't recommend having one sat on your fucking shoulder or one land on your head. Not fun at all. So, yeah, you can understand why I fucking hate arachnophobia. Arachnophobe huntsmen. See, I can't. I'm slurring my fucking words. That's too much. I fucking hate them. It's probably about twenty in this fucking shed while I do this review. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I absolutely them. love right. this film. Like, I highly praise it as one of the top creature features um, of all time, and because it really knows how to work me over. Like, not too many horror films really like make me feel uncomfortable or scare me, but every time I see this, this it just triggers something in my subconscious somewhere where it just like Blech. just yep. brings everything to the table that a horror movie should for an audience. And for me personally, just, yeah, really, like I said, works me over to the point where I'm just like, God damn, just breathe, take a second to fucking breathe. So <laughs> anywho, uh, Gora Moore score 4.4. And, yeah, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it, and I'll catch you next week. Gentlemen, ta-ta. Ta-ta. Thank you, Mr. Kane. Thank you. Man, I always love Brody's stories. They're always fantastic. Dude, yeah, he keeps that. He keeps it good, dude, 100%. Yeah, it is a a creature feature for sure. Oh, yeah. It's called arachnophobia. Of course it is. It's about spider. Yeah. All right, so Brody starting us off uh, with a 4.4. I think that's definitely a solid score for sure. Oh, yeah, no we'll get doubt. To ours in a little bit. Um, man, he, I felt like he hit everything extra we need to say, and I'm glad he he feels even more strongly than like I do, man, because, like, I don't hate spiders, but this movie still gives me, like, the fucking Ugh. Same. You know what I mean, dude? Like, it's just, it's just a you know, natural is, instinct. You know, it's, it's a horror movie to us. It's a normal Tuesday to Australians. <laughs> uh, but clearly Brody's still like no fuck it dude like burn it with fire <laughs> oh, damn, I feel like I gotta sneeze oh fuck it man. alrighty homie well I know we've said some tidbits from your notes but what else have we got behind the scenes okay so like I mentioned before the safety of the spiders was paramount throughout the entire production so for one scene where McClintock had to spray an interacting with except we already talked about this it was the rubber mm-hmm. boot um, it was a hollowed out boot that was made of foam rubber and um for the, so when the, the the scene where he steps on it, the spider was completely safe. It just there was a hole cut in the bottom and it just crawled right up inside, perfectly. Probably safe. the same thing with that book too, I imagine, right? Yes. When they dropped the book on it, yeah. Yes, yes. So there was uh, there was no harm to any spiders whatsoever, and like we said, any that died died of natural causes. The uh, the animatronic general spider seen at the film's climax was one of the earliest prop jobs done by Jamie Heineman, star and co-producer of MythBusters. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, dude, they did a good job. That thing looked aw- like it does well. You know yes. what I mean? I think it's also because they don't have any like super direct shots on it. It's and always like scurrying. And, and one of the coolest effects that they used, and I thought was the, where it was a close up of just the spider's eyes. Yeah. And you can see like Jeff Daniels reflection, reflection. in the eyes. Yeah. The- you see that and you're like, yeah. Ooh, is that what it looks like close up? Yeah. You're like, no, I don't need to be that close. Gross. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so the Jeff Daniels claimed he was fine with small spiders. He acknowledged that anyone in his right mind would have issues with spiders as huge as Big Bob. 
However, John Goodman wasn't phased. He said, and I quote, I don't have any problem. We see each other eye to eye. Well, two eyes to their 16, but we get along swell. Oh, man. Fucking Goodman. Did it actually like the spider actually have a problem with Daniels? Not like, that I know of. Oh, I thought I, mean, I read or listened to that somewhere where it was like they actually said like for some reason the spider like the spider was cool with everybody except for Jeff Daniels for some reason. I don't know. I don't have that in my notes, but that's that's uh, that's a good possibility. Um, Which would be awesome because that means the spider was method acting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Stayed so in character. The uh, the small spiders in the film were they call them Avondale spiders in New Zealand, and of course they're just they're huntsman spiders in Australia, a harmless okay. species that were provided by Landcare Research in Auckland. Uh, despite their fierce appearance, the spider is a docile member of the crab spider family and is in fact harmless to humans. They That's were why not he looks like a crab. That's why he dances like a crab. They were sense. not allowed back in New Zealand for quarantine reasons. Really? Yes. And the, the, the giant spider used in the film is a species of bird eating tarantula, which contain a leg span of eight inches or more. Uh, those type of tarantulas are not easy to handle and can give a nasty bite. The spiders in the film were managed and handled by famed entomologist Stephen R. Kutcher. I don't believe he's related to Ashton Kutcher before you ask. <laughs> All I know is, man, anytime any of these spiders like got near me. Oh, you haven't seen Home Alone. God damn it. I've seen the first one. Oh, have you? Oh, I'd be screaming like Marv. <laughs> fucking all just, ah, just fucking super hype <laughs> no way dude Blech. so the sound of a spider being crushed by john gibbon was made by the foley artist crushing a couple of potato chips hmm i wonder if they were the ruffles that the coroner was eating earlier that could be <laughs> i love when they had i know it's like a, a, a stereotype or whatever or archetype or whatever the fuck you want to call it but I love when there's a coroner just always eating food. That is so, that is such a common thing. I never, even got it in this one. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted, I, I, we didn't even mention it, but this motherfucker is always eating in this film, dude. And I, oh, he's a it, big dude. guy. And, and like he's I married said, to Mimi. Yeah. I, mean, you know I, I, I mean? can't believe I, I saw that, you know, I noticed that today because I, I think the last time I saw it was still before Drew Carey show came along. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. Drew Carey's like 95. Yeah. And I, I'm like, holy shit, it's Mimi. And you know what? She doesn't she doesn't look bad like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's not all like she doesn't have the back down. Right. She's not all bow backed out, dude, for sure. And she's just <laughs> not like a goddamn cunt. But um No, they seem like a cool couple. Like, dude, I would go in and watch fucking Wheel of Fortune with them. And fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that was another cool scene. We're like, oh, I can't get through the through the through the mortician. Oh, it's it's that's the wheel. He's watching Wheel of Fortune. Takes right, like they know that. <laughs> but that's that small that's that small that's town small. mentality, yep. man. They know. It's yep, awesome, yep. dude. So the live oh, spiders God. were housed separately in a temperature controlled area, since spiders cannot be trained. An entomologist devised other means to guide the spiders, such as vibrating wires, which they wouldn't cross over, and lemon pledge furniture wax, which the spiders refused to walk on. The spider wranglers worked with the actors on how to train the spiders so as not to mishandle or mistreat them, and they also used hair dryers to wrangle them to go into certain areas because they so don't like, like the warm air. Yeah, because like when I heard that, I'm like, are they using it like a leaf blower where they're just blowing the fucking spider like or just normal hair dryers? I remember watching the behind the scenes a long time ago. They were just like, oh, no, heat. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 
They're fat men at heart. I feel you, spiders. Let's see. <laughs> so, so going back to talking about uh, Big Bob himself. So the uh, filmmakers found their star in a bird-eating tarantula native to the Amazon. There's only one such spider in the U.S. Uh, Frank Marshall named the spider Big Bob after director Robert Zemeckis. And the oh, production nice. team painted purple stripes on the, on the back of Big Bob and added a prosthetic abdomen to give him greater bulk. Oh, so he had a big old, he had a fake ass. He had a, he had a fake ghetto booty. Hey man, it worked. Yeah. It looked like awesome. I didn't even, I didn't even realize until I was doing this research that that, that was part of a false body form. Right. But that's cool though, man, that you could just add that little bit of a prosthetic just to help him out to like give it that much more of a girthy size. And I'm sure it was a confidence booster for the spider too. He probably right? felt better about himself. It's like, yeah, shit. He was shaking his thing. He's like, yeah, I'm Kim Kardashian. What's up? <laughs> this was the first film released under Disney's Hollywood Pictures label, which was also created so the studio could release more adult-oriented fare. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what else I, has been released under that label, I wonder. Honestly, mm. I want to say Pretty Woman was one of them. Okay. I'm fairly certain Pretty Woman was Hollywood Pictures. I feel like you're right. I'll have to look this up. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, when dead spiders were needed, the filmmakers used bodies of arachnids that have died of natural causes. During an, inter- this, this, during an interview with GQ, John Goodman let slip that while filming a long shot of his character driving the exterminator truck, producer Steven Spielberg sat in the passenger side footwell out of view of the camera and quipped to Goodman, only we will know that I was here. Huh? <laughs> He hit himself into a scene just because he's Steven Spielberg. That's fucking awesome, dude. That that you know what that makes me think of is all those fucking stories you hear about. Uh, about. Um, yeah, uh, Bill Murray doing goofy shit. Oh, yeah. like he like he walked up to somebody supposedly in a Wendy's, just grabbed a handful of his fries, shoved them in his mouth, looked at the guy and said, no one will ever believe you. I mean, dude, if you have that kind of like known prowess because you know what i mean like yeah i would do fucking shit like that all the time but like not be like a complete dick like i'm not gonna go up and like stick my dick in somebody's drink and you know what i mean (laughs) but i do we i do know for a fact that the bill murray story about him walking into a frat house party and doing the dishes that's actually true yeah they they actually have pictures pictures of them yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah like that's just something so like just random and cool dude like imagine just eating some shrooms you're like i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do because i'm dude i would i would love to be that famous to the point where people could just make up any kind of story they want about you and people are like yeah i believe it yo i can't lie dude like i am looking at the list of hollywood picture films and there's a lot of good ones out here that i personally really enjoy was pretty woman on there though uh i didn't look that one up specifically but i can um there's a lot of fucking movies, dude. God damn. I mean, the Mario movie is on there, so that's awesome. Judge Dredd, fucking Son-in-Law. Oh, now that's <laughs> a classic. Deep Rising, which is we just mentioned the other day. Rest in peace, Treat Williams. Right. Um, ooh, The Rock, Sean Connery, Sixth Sense, Tombstone, fantastic. Ooh, one of the best westerns. Okay, continuing on. When Jeff Daniels came on board to play Dr. Ross Jennings, the film was a serious horror movie. One that Daniels told Philadelphia's Daily News was pretty formulaic. You could tell that the lines were kind of written by a computer, he said. He and Frank Marshall were hoping for a more ironic tone, so the script went through several revisions, and the filmmakers studied Alfred Hitchcock films and Jaws to get the tone right. One key change made was Daniels' character was given a fear of spiders. 
which you know that's not that's not really like leaps and bounds out of like reality <laughs> right well uh, i think that's probably the most common fear <clears throat> spiders yeah, and heights yeah and it's honestly i always hate when people are like oh you're not a, it's not heights it's falling i was like yeah but i wouldn't fall if i wasn't at that height it's heights like it's <laughs> that fuck it you're like i used to be terrified of heights and spiders and i just i got over them both eventually. i can't i can't do like i've tried doing like scissor lifts and shit at work man and i just can't do it i i like get up there and i just lock the fuck up i'm like nope. see that's that's how i got over my fear of heights is because i had to spend the whole summer uh this last place that when i worked at the place for like 15 years uh one of the jobs they had me do because they needed a maintenance guy was paint the outside of the building and i had mm. to be in a scissor lift the entire time getting all all the way up there and painting and yeah, got over it pretty quick having to do that i feel like the man lift i would like better because the cage is higher up but our scissor lifts dude like where the bar is is literally below my balls so i'm like i don't feel safe like it's not holding me up there you know what yeah, i mean but you're like, a pretty tall fucker the the bar on me was true like, about to hear true but i'm just like yo man i'm like my dick could fall off this thing <laughs> it's not <laughs> like i'm top heavy for sure i'm definitely gonna be woo. okay uh back on track so kanaima is the name of the avenging spirit of the guiana indians it's also the name of the area in venezuela where the beginning oh. of the movie was filmed and home to the world's tallest waterfall, Angel Falls. But not a place in California. Not a place in California. All right. Well, that answers my original question. Awesome. Okay. We already talked about uh, just spraying water on the spiders. Uh, one of Steven Spielberg's conditions for agreeing to executive produce the film was that the role of Delbert the Exterminator be played by John Goodman. Spielberg directed Goodman in Always, released seven months before this movie. Frank Marshall, who directed this film, was also a producer on Always and also worked with Goodman that, on that film and immediately approved, approved his casting as Delbert. Hell yeah. I mean, Candy would have been great too. I feel like Goodman just has a... Like, they're both big boys. You know what I mean? But like... I don't think I've ever seen Candy be scary. And we know Goodman can play scary. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're right. I don't, think, I don't remember Candy being scary. I'm 6'2", Brody. Um, yeah, I just... Yeah, like, Candy's always been the good guy. Or kind of like, you know, he could be a little douchey and, and stuff, but it's never like a douche to be a douche. Right. right that. Whereas, like, yo, man, Goodman, you you think of Goodman in, like, some roles he's been in. And, I, you know, there's uh, Cloverfield Lane. Fantastic. Like I serious. still haven't seen that, though. Oh, dude, he is scary as fuck in that movie. Like, he's just got this fat man breathing that just, like, freaks you out the whole fucking time during the movie. <laughs> like, I know it's funny when I say it like that, because that's what it is, but it's like, oh, okay. All right, bro. Or Gene, you got me there. He did play a little, he did get a little scary in the Uncle Buck scene, but that's because I don't see that as scary. He was being a good uncle. He was being protective uncle. That's what I was right. going to so, say, yep. He had to be scary to Bug, which fuck Bug. He was, he was a douche anyway. Yeah, he was a predatory asshole. Um. Anyways, what else we got, Chad, Daddy? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we already touched on, like the foam rubber boot in the book. Um, when scientists collect insect specimens in giant funnels, the insects are a mixture of fake and dried insects that were already dead. Kind of figured that one. For sure. Yeah, that's kind of a given. Okay, so here's a weird one. There was an urban legend that singer Brandy Norwood had a small role in the film that was later debunked. The Brandy 
credited as playing Brandy Beechwood is the Beechwood family dog, a golden retriever. Brandy herself never appeared in the film. <laughs> what? That's, that's that's a weird one. To... That's a weird thing to. Yo, talk. We never even mentioned the fucking end credit song. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, dude? That shit was. Uh, you got a whole movie about killing spiders or killer spiders, and then killing spiders. Then you got a song about like, hey, don't squish me. Yeah. <laughs> fuck are you, Jimmy Buffett? God damn it. Okay, shit. Um, so while there are really, really are spiders, species of spiders that live in colonies, none of these are male-dominated, nor do they have a singular queen like ants or bees. The reason common in arachnids and other creatures that use an exoskeleton are not the size of houses is that they would collapse under their own weight. The scene at the beginning where the scientists use a numbing agent to collect specimens would have resulted in quite a few spider bodies that were missing legs. Dropping a tarantula a distance of more than two feet causes it to shatter. These spiders fell from a tree easily 100 feet tall. In reality, none would have survived. Also, insects and other bugs breathe through their skin. Only in the distant past was there sufficient oxygen for giant insects to exist. The general is only about the size of a goliath bite eater, one, bird eater, one of the known, largest known tarantula species, only beat by the huntsman in leg span. So the huntsman is technically a bigger spider. But Damn. that's 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 including legs. Like the the if you're right, talking right, about right, right. the the body size, the the bird eater. No, the yeah, spider. absolutely. Things fucking. I think it's a hand. Like that. Yeah, uh, that's Steve, crazy that they shatter. You, well, I mean, they have an exoskeleton, but yeah, you don't think no, that that's it, true. But I'm guessing it's just because combined with their the weight. force and yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's insane. Uh, Things you learn. Steven Spielberg had planned for the film to be preceded by the second. Roger Rabbit animated short Roller Coaster Rabbit. However, Michael Eisner planned for Roller Coaster Rabbit to premiere with Dick Tracy. Uh, reportedly, Steven Spielberg was not happy about this, and it would be years before the third and final Roger Rabbit short would be produced because of that. Interesting. So the boys are talking about uh, we didn't bring up the end scene with the earthquakes, which that end scene dude had to be like an extra reshoot or something. Like, I don't feel like that was the actual, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like a cheap set little piece. Kind of big ass background. The kids aren't even there. <laughs> okay. You want to, so another, that just puts me in mind of um another movie. I felt that same way about the ending was men in black Two. I don't remember that. ending. Okay. So after, after you've seen men in black Two, right? Yeah, but it's been a long okay. So it's, time. And like at the end, you know, it shows it's with the princess, the, right? Yeah, and at the end, it shows the, the Statue of Liberty has a flashy thingy, and they flash everyone in New York, and then they forget. Yeah, and, and then it cuts back to the scene with uh, Will Smith and um, Tommy Lee Jones and Zed just sitting there talking, and the whole time, it just to me, that just felt like a whole tacked-on scene that wasn't originally there. Like they went back and reshot that. And I don't know why. Just go back and watch it and tell me I'm wrong. It just hmm. it doesn't feel like it was part of the organic film itself. The second one was so just meh. It really was. Man. And, and you know what? You want to blame Johnny Knoxville, but it's not even Johnny Knoxville's fault, dude, because he was actually pretty funny in that. It just something about it. Just it didn't have the heart like the first one. Did. It didn't. It was missing something. It was like that first one, man. I will gladly watch that first one any day. Oh, God. Like, that's just a fucking fun, awesome movie. But I think just the that just the second one which kind of soured me on it and i didn't see the third one or the i didn't one. mind the third one really? i know the third one got a lot of hate but i um what's his name that played young tommy lee jones uh 
fucking Thanos. Josh there. Brolin, yeah. Fantastic, dude. Like, that's literally the reason to watch the movie is for <laughs> Brolin. Like, I thought he would played an awesome fucking young Tommy Lee Jones. He, the fucking look and everything. Just, yeah. I'm not saying the movie was great by any means. Like, there's definitely some stupid CGI. No, I'm just I'm just chuckling that we now have a Men in Black sidebar going. <laughs> men in Black. Anyways. How come sure. we don't get that anymore, dude? We don't get fucking songs, in, songs about the movie in movies anymore. Half of them by Will Smith. Well, in that period of time, yeah. yeah. In the <laughs> late 90s. There's Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. <laughs> fucking right, dude, right? Okay, back to arachnophobia. So Sheriff Parsons leaves Okay, was leaves the Jennings barn to drive back to the mortuary. Okay, so I get it backwards. And oh, okay. And seen again. Uh, Stuart Pankin stated in an interview that his character was killed by a spider while driving and crashed his cruiser. The scene was filmed but did not make it into the final cut of the film. Hmm. I honestly don't know if that would have... I don't know if that would have done anything else, honestly. Like, it didn't add anything, so that's probably no, why it was yeah. like it's Like, it's not like it's funny anymore. Like, the doctor's death was kind of, like, necessary. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole plot device. But, like, like this guy, eh. Like, the blonde dude, yeah, he gets his comeuppance because, you know what I mean? He kind of, like, started this whole fucking mess a little bit. And yeah. So, yeah. Exactly, G. That we got it in. In the middle of the movie, the movie, dude. <laughs> go, right. ninja, go, ninja, go. Oh, you man. Know, ninja Turtles 2. That's who I went to see it with was Gene. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Opening night and his last minute, his mom finally gave in to take us. So we've got there like, dude, it sucked. It sucked seeing theater because there were so many like little kids just talking and screaming throughout the whole fucking thing. That would have been me, bro. It was hard to hear the movie. That would have been me, dude. That was like, what, 91? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ass would have been six, dude. I would have been all up in that shit. Honestly, TMN2 is, is still my favorite, and that just meant be the little kid inside me that likes it more, but... I like the first one more, dude. I... No, no, no. I love and appreciate the first one, especially for like how, especially as an adult, because it's a lot darker. Yeah, now and shit like it's, that, right? I was kind of the same way when I was younger. It's like, eh, I don't, the first one's good, but the second one's better. But watching but, it as an adult, I like the second one's good, but the first one's definitely leagues ahead of it. Oh, for sure. But for some reason, the second one is so much more quotable to me. But I think we can both agree that the third one was dog shit. Third one was garbage, dude. And yeah. I, I own it. Same. I, but I can't watch it. I will watch it every like almost maybe once a decade. I maybe not that much. Maybe like once every five years. My me and my friend Doug went to see the third one. Like we just randomly pick a movie to go to just to hang out, and we sat there and we spent most of the night just shooting spit wads instead of watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know that movie? I don't know. That movie was they fucked it all up right from the costume design, right from the get go, by trying to make it look more like frogs. And I was like, no, they're not yeah, frogs. that was too Fuck cartoony. Off. Yep. They're they trying to make it. it look too much like the cartoon. Yep. Ruined it completely. Okay. Again, back on. TMNT sidebar. What up? Now that, that would be a good idea for a show. Oh my God. A dude. lot of turtle stuff that we could cover. There's so much turtle shit, dude. Just with cartoons alone and comics and everything. Oh my fuck. God, there's been like what? Five or for six different cartoon series. Easily. I mean, even the OG in the eighties was rebooted like twice in the 90s so it's like tactically that's three different two different series there anyways okay what the hell did brody say here it's the wild west in hollywood (laughs) his wife's name out your mouth (laughs) 
Uh, and the movie Big Bob arrives in California and promptly mates the house spider, creating deadly, yes. super deadly offspring. To find the right arachnids for the job, Frank Marshall and his team evaluated a number of species, including wolf spiders, tarantulas, and huntsman spiders, by putting them through a spider Olympics, running each species through 10 tests, including speed. The faster the spider is, the scarier it is. Climbing ability and reaction to heat and cold. The gold medalist, according to Frank Marshall, was the three-inch wide uh, huntsman spider they used. Uh, Marshall joked that we got them all little passports, which is sort of true. The production team <laughs> did have to jump through hoops to bring 300 of the spiders to the U.S. for filming, and that was just the initial shipment. Supplies were replenished every two weeks. With 300 spiders, or ultimately was 300 spiders total? That, uh, it says... Hmm. They had jumped through to bring 300 spiders for the U.S., and that was just the initial shipment. So I would say they had... Oh, initial shipment. Fuck, yeah, dude. That's a that's lot how, of spiders. Uh, ah! Here's your shipment of 300 Huntsman spiders. No thanks. <laughs> I want to return this. <laughs> this is a bad gift. Okay, so... Uh, so last time, lastly, I'll bring this up. So the shower scene where the spider jumps on Becky Beachwood's face was a happy accident. Uh, the spider was following the lemon fledge <laughs> pathway and was supposed to jump onto her neck when the blow drives were turned on full force. However, the spider landed directly on her face. Actress Corey Wellens, who had her eyes closed and was relishing her hot shower, realized what had happened and thought, oh, God, this is perfect. And just continued on until the spider crawled down onto her neck and upper chest before she opened her eyes and screamed. So, yeah, she just went along with what it wasn't supposed to happen. Good for her. Yeah. So something hit her in the face, and she was just like, you know what? We're going to keep going with it. Solid. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's 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 what I got. Fucking A, dude. Uh, Power Rangers TMNT. I do remember that episode. The comics are way cooler. Oh, yeah, because that... Was cool. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that fucking TMNT show. The next mutation. The next mutation. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so bad. I mean, it's cool because, like, they brought in her sister and stuff, which obviously she became a character in the comics and shit now. But and now they got that other female turtle. Can't. What the hell is her name? Well, not in the last Ronin one or not in the last Ronin. Yeah, I haven't. She she wears yellow. I know. Yeah, I haven't read the comics in a couple years. I was keeping up with the the newer version. No, I I wanted to. Like, I was only catching snippets here and there, man, just because it seemed cool as shit. But like. Like, she was actually human, and she got turned into a turtle, I think it was, like, through blood transfusion or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah I, I, do love crazy, the, I do love the iteration that's in the comics right now, where they literally are Splinter's sons. They're all just reincarnated into different bodies. That, yeah, that's fucking Those, dope. Yeah. But, all right, enough about turtles. Back to spiders. We are going to uh, questions. What format did we watch this on, home? Prime. All right. I, read, I uh, have the shit on fucking DVD, an old DVD. Did you you went you went physical? Mm-hmm. Right. I I actually own this movie. Like I said, it's one of those ones I like to watch every couple of years just because it's like tremors to me, dude. It's just one of those good like like I don't need to be like I don't have to watch anything fluffy after this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like all right, man. I can watch this in the daytime with my kids running around, and I ain't gonna be worried about it. Got it. All right, douche of the film. Thomas the doctor. The not Dr. The old Jennings, doc- no, the old, the doctor. old doctor for sure. And runner up to the sheriff for being a little bootlicker and doing everything that he said. And just kind of, and it kind of like had a kind of like a smarmy kind of smile too whenever he did he, it. Right. Cause he always had his eyes squinted and just, 
it's that yeah. first that first scene when you get like the doctor tells Jennings off and gets into his car. Mm, yeah. And he's just sitting there behind him doing that. Fuck off, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Favorite kill. Well, they're all kind of the same kills. Kind they're of. all spider bites. Um yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with the doctor. I feel like it's the most satisfying to get see him get bit. It is the most satisfying. Yeah, CG's uh, right there too. I want to say actually the uh, the mortician because you don't see the death when it crawls out of his fucking nose. Okay, that was a good Ooh. one. Yeah, just too. Yeah, that was a, that was you know sad death because they were yeah. good people. Like, yeah, but, and that that just crawling out of his nose is really unnerving. The football death was good too, Gene, for sure, because obviously like that kid took the heat. Take he gets hit. So yeah, you know, everybody else is just assuming that's what it knocked him out, blah, blah, blah. Plus, you got Jennings there, who was literally the last guy who checked him out. The fact that we get a whole fucking rolling montage or a pan shot of we did Daniel's not, tape. Yeah, we, we did not need the whole hernia checking scene. Are you sure? <laughs> they probably could at least cut it out the whole like going down the line. They could have just had the thing been like, all right, boys. Drop I, I and then love, just that first shot, and then that's it. I, I did love the slight pause. Came to the one black dude in the team. Yeah, right. <laughs> he just stands there. He's like, <sighs> but you know what? I think it's it's obviously to show the uh, humility that he has. He's got to go through as the runner-up doctor for how he got fucked and all that. Yeah. Shit. So I mean, it works. It's a it's a weird scene because I explained my daughter what the fuck was happening because she's like, "Daddy, what's going on?" I'm like, "Well." When dudes do sports, they got to get checked out for hernias. She's like, why? I'm like, because you can't play sport with a hernia or else you get really hurt. I'm like, you'll learn about this as you do sports a little bit longer. <laughs> you'll have physicals too. But, all right. Best scene. Best I, scene. I got to go with the, the scene of the spiders crawling out of the woodwork at the end. Oh, man. That was definitely fucking like the most. Ugh. Ugh. So it's, gross. And most. The most specific scene out of that, though, was the where Jeff Daniels is trying to get out, crawl out the window, and they're just slowly dropping on their webs. Ooh. Oh, yeah, like where it's like they're all at yeah. once. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then you're just like, yo, don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. Uh, favorite scene. Um, honestly, I think one of my favorite scenes is when they're first looking in the doctor's house for the 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 first potential spider. Um, right. I, I, I like it because it, it felt like it was a, it was really set up well for the tense, the tenseness of the scene. Like, first of all, if I'm looking for a spider that I know is killing people, I'm not using my finger to look in fucking coffee cups and <laughs> shit like that. I mean, it's Lloyd. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he was so, an idiot. So, you know, fuck him. But like, <clears throat> yeah, man, I would have found like a poker or a feather duster. Like all these guys are just going around with their hands moving. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'd be like. Like yeah, because you know that one bite's gonna get you, so you don't right, wanna, and that, you don't want to try and get too close to. It. You don't want to give him that opportunity, and you gotta, you know, <laughs> you think it's gonna jump, so it's like ah. But <laughs> yeah, no, I like that one. Just very tense. You get this, and that's when you get the dead one in the cereal, and you're just like, gross. It makes oh. you never want to reach into a cereal box ever. Fucking again. ever, no. Or at least pull the bag out, look look through the bag, you know. All right, um, worst moment or scene. I would say, hmm. believe it or not, like the opening, just because the photographer was kind of a douche. Uh, 
I don't. It's, it's something was about, he? Kind of, yeah. I just took it as because he's like he's sick, so that, he's just that, like that could be. This is he's like I got a fever and I'm in the fucking Amazon right now. <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? I know I would be miserable as fuck, dude, if I had a fever and I'm already that, it's, in it's hard to, I'm sweaty. Right, but it's hard but. to. It's, I can't really pick a bad scene or a bad moment in this. I mean, I guess we could go with the whole like we don't need Daniels going down the lines checking tables. Okay, I'll go. We yeah. don't need that. I'll if go with that. Not you could have set it up. Let's see, like the reveal with the dead corpse. Oh, are they talking about best scene? I yeah, I mean, that, that was good. The uh, And that's where we get the little, like, you know, that's where you get the moment. Not for me, but at least my daughter and my wife. My daughter was very concerned for the cat in the scene. <laughs> where she's like, is it going to get the cat? And I'm like, no, the cat just got the ham sandwich and ran away. It's good. No, but it didn't get a cat because there was a cat in the in the web in the barn. Yes. Uh, late, well, the, the general got a cat for sure. <laughs> which, which is funny. Of the animals, it showed three different animals caught in the web. There's a, rat, a bat, a rat, a, rat, and a, a cat, cat, and a bat. <laughs> they all fucking run. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> that bat looked so like ninety nine cent store bat too. Like just it like, really like yeah, throw that in some complex. <laughs> um. All right, but yeah, worst moment probably just touching taints. We didn't yeah. need the yeah, extended of that. Since but. you brought that up, yeah, I will definitely agree with that. All right. Uh, did the opening scene hook you in? Honestly, yes. Yeah. I thought it was. I liked it. Yeah. It felt like a little bit different of a movie for sure. Changes tone. But like Brody said, I feel like you, you need you need the small town. You know what I mean? You don't need this is not an Anaconda fucking style of movie. This is the small town. This is Slither. This is any of that shit. You know what I mean? The blob, whatever it is, just change the creature. It's something it's pretty that much. area. Yeah, pretty much. But I guess it, it is kind of essential to the story to show where the spider you, came. You, from. Right. You need it for sure. Yeah. You can't just say, the, the, oh, he died and a spider came with him. Yeah, like, no, like, I felt like they set that, they set up the story for the spider to get there perfectly. It's just yes. like, maybe it didn't even need a couple extra of the shots of it going over, you know what I mean? Like the super wide shots of them going over the Amazon, but those look so fucking cool. So, you know what I mean? Like, why not? All right. Most attractive character. Bro, I'm going to go with Margaret. She's hot. I, I'm going to give it to Jeff Daniels' wife. She was really cute. She too. was also very cute. Yeah. Uh, I can't we can't say new teenage daughter. That just feels weird. Yeah, because that's 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 that might just be crossing a line that we don't want to get into. You know what? Maybe I'll just say Happy Gilmore's grandma because I'll throw her in there, too, because you know what? She's kind of cute. too. <laughs> Gene said grandma. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, bro. No. Happy. I don't grandma. know, man. I'm just saying, dude, like Margaret was just like that. Mm, that little. I get that. Especially because, like, dude, imagine like her and like take her. But like, put it into days times where everybody looks twenty years younger than they actually are. You know what I mean? Like everybody looked old as fuck in the eighties for some reason. So the Golden Girls, who were fifty five, you think were fucking eighty. So that's why I'm saying, dude, Margaret was only like fifty five in this fucking. Dude, movie, John right? Goodman always seemed old to me in Roseanne, and he was always, like, bro. Right? Yeah, like he's younger. He was younger than me starting out Roseanne than I am now. Yeah, and exactly. I still feel like he was in his. He was like always 45 like right across the fucking line it just just makes me think of that meme it says no matter how old i get i'll never be as old as that little boy's mom in jaws oh my god (laughs) she looked like six oh my god that is a thing yes you are 100 right on that oh my god (laughs) oh yeah 
Uh, did the score set the mood? Absolutely, uh, yeah. dude. Yeah, it did. A, it did a very good job because we had some very tense moments, and it made it feel like that. But then you get the score change completely 180 when anytime John Goodman shows up, so you get that sweet Delbert fucking theme music, <laughs> which like that that and like <laughs> I feel like that is good interjections into the movie because man, like if you had it, it could be almost too much. Like, oh my god, dude, I'm. Fucking, yeah, like, it'd be too. It'd be a little too, uh, a little too with two tens. You know, you break it up with a little bit of comedy. Yeah. So, like, as soon the fact that you get that music before you even seen them, you already have a smile on your face because, like, once you once you establish that movie or that music is for him specifically, you know what right. I mean. And then you get the second scene, you're like, oh shit, it's more John Goodman. <laughs> so, absolutely, score set the mood. Best song, uh, I guess we'll go with fucking. What's his ass? Is fucking don't squish. Uh, don't squish me. <laughs> well, that was like the only song. Really. I was gonna say I don't really know any other fucking songs that were in the movie. So, uh Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? Favorite character, Delbert. Yeah, yeah it's got to be Delbert. Delbert with um, what do I want to say? Follow up with the mortician. I was gonna say that if you didn't say but, that. If it's not Delver, it's the mortician. Because sure. he's he's the stereotypical wisecracking mortician eating a sandwich or whatever. And I love it, dude. Like they're all checking the dead bodies they just exude. He just comes in eating a fucking ruffles bag, which is total ad placement, <laughs> which I love. But I was just like, ooh, ruffles. Like Ooh, Ruffles. Ruffles have ridges. I don't know what it is, man. Good old ruffles, I feel were better than ruffles nowadays. I don't know what it is. Something they changed something with the flavoring of it. But. I swear they do that with everything anymore. Fucking right, and they just they, like they think our, they think us autistics can't tell. Uh, <laughs> fucking it. All right, so was it scary? Honestly, if you're afraid of spiders, as a kid, it did scare me, and I definitely know my daughter. Like she didn't have any nightmares during the last night, but she was definitely like swine at nothing. You know what I mean? So it definitely puts that like internal fear there, and I still got the heebie-jeebies watching it. But oh yeah, scary. Yeah. Just you feel more dirty. You're just like, ew, just fucking. Yeah, it's like they're crawling on you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when somebody starts talking about head lice and all you just start scratching your scalp. What? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Does it hold up today? Yeah. I think it holds up. Dude, well. I honestly think it holds up very well. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Like, I would say the biggest thing that like dates it is probably just the clothing. Maybe tech too, but whatever. Yeah, I still I, like that. It's like in the 90s. Nobody has cell phones. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just phone lines you're trying to reach. OK, yeah. so did we enjoy the acting? Oh, the I'm acting was great. Solid. Everyone did a phenomenal, phenomenal job acting. Even uh, even, you know, Julian Sands, who. Was barely in it. Yeah. But yeah, he did. He, it, did. he did what he needed to do. Yeah. So. Did we like the cinematography? Yes, yeah. especially the shots of Venezuela. That. Uh, like Chad Daddy already mentioned, I love these spider eye shots that we got yes. towards the ending. Those are fucking cool, especially when you get to see. I think it's like the second or third time they show it. You actually get to see Daniels in the reflection of the spider. And you're like, yeah, that, that was nice. Did we like the premise? Fuck yeah, dude. Awesome. Killer spiders. It, who, yeah, it, that. it's a creature feature. Who doesn't like the idea of a creature feature? It's a, it's a popcorn movie. This is a true popcorn movie. 100. I literally it was great, too, because. If I wasn't full of popcorn from the flash, because I literally came home to watch this, I would have, yeah, went right there. All right. And was the climax satisfying? Yeah, man. It, we got a whole fucking fighter fight in the basement. A, whole, with, a what? 
spider fight. What did I say? <laughs> a fighter fighter spite. Spite. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I am like wow, terrible tonight. There, buddy. Terribly, dude. This is like the third time I did that shit tonight. But no, like once again, it looked like a universal stage show, which is it's fun to me. So I can see why with the uh like it's with the, with the electric the, the electric Yeah, that sparking over. panel yep. and some fire and just the way some shit goes off. That's total that's twister the ride, baby. That's one hundred percent. All right, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I'm well, ready. it's a, I'm it's irrelevant what we think because it's being remade right now. But I would say rewind instead of. I'm remake. just gonna rewind it. I yeah. can't believe they're remaking this shit, dude. I mean, I can. I'm just very. I hope they don't try to go, just straight horror movie with it. I hope they leave it, a family friendly style horror movie still. Right. That's, I I would I would have to agree with that. I don't. There's enough killer spider movies out there that are straight up horror. Leave this one comedy. We don't have enough comedy spider movies, dude. Like no, this and Eight Legged Freaks is about it. That's that about I can it. personally think of that are also really good. I'm sure there's some other ones. But like there's those sci-fi ones. I don't count those pieces of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like shark movies. They just sci-fi just keeps churning them out. Like Lava Lantula. Lava Lan- Lava Lantula. I don't know why that just popped into my head, but that's But that's the one. Wait. That's the one, though, with the police academy guys all in it, isn't it? I have no idea. There's one of those I still need to watch, but it's got like half of the cast from fucking police academy in it for some fucking reason. I was like, man, I'll watch it just for that. (laughs) Whatever. I'd rather watch police academy. That's fair. What's your favorite police academy? Two. I gotta go three. Really? Yeah. I think it's because Bobcat came in that one. And that was just always the first one I saw. Well, he was in the second one. I mean, he was a, he was the villain. Yeah, but no, but I know. Right. But I mean, like he came in to be a cop in that one. So I mean, just, that's a good one. But all right. He was a bad guy. I always forget he was a bad guy in the second one. All right. Um, so Brody started us off with a 4.4. And you know what? We actually have the other boys scores here. Yes. Scoob so gave 11. it a 4.2 and Bobby gave it a 4.5. So, yeah, Scoob gave it a 4.2 because fuck spiders. That's literally what he said. And Bob gave it a four and a half. Chad, Eddie, what you got, homie? I'm going to agree with Scoob's. I'll give it a 4.2. 4.2. It's a, it's a solid movie. And I'm going to agree with Brody. I think a 4.4 for me. All right. So that will equal us 4.34. So 4.3. Not Brody bad. says he thinks an Australian is directing it. Could see, let me just pop that bitch up here. Could see some Huntsman comes back. Might end up being a doco down here. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. It could be a documentary down there. He's very true. So Rich, like Rich says, gives it a four. All right? all right. And Gene, I think Gene gave it a four and a half, I thought. I think. Uh, he put it way up there. I don't know where the hell it is. Yeah, it's, it's way down the bottom there. Woo! All right, I'm going to keep scrolling. All right. Um, yeah. So 4.3 for that. What do we got next week, Chad Daddy? Ooh, next week's a real banger. It's one of my picks. So next week, we are reviewing the 2003 remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, shit. I'm excited. And if I'm Gene gave it a 49. Wow. 4.9? I don't Damn. know. It says 49. I'm guessing 4.9. 49 out of 5. Love it. <laughs> um, okay, so the new, or well, the reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you can pretty much rent that everywhere i know i got the physical somewhere so. that's what I, i've got the dvd down in the basement i'll probably pull that out fuck yeah dude i uh i know that is a movie 
that um, has some discourse among the community for Texas Chainsaw wise. Some people love it. Some people hate it in comparison to the original. I personally love it. Can't wait to fucking review what you guys do. Same. I absolutely love this. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Fucking A. Awesome. All right. So nerd news. Uh, so do we want to jump into our review of The Flash or do you want to? Oh. Uh, or do you want to talk Mortal Kombat first? Um, I don't give a shit, dude. We can do Flash real quick if you want. I okay. just I don't know how many spoilers we really want to go to. I don't want to give out spoilers. If we can avoid it, I I don't want to either. It it just came out, but yeah, and um, so like I said, it was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I love how he realized how badly he fucked up the timeline by finding out that in that universe, Eric Stoltz was Marty McFly in Back to the Future, which of course he was the original Marty McFly. Yes, he uh, was. They filmed like for two weeks, and they replaced him with Michael J. Fox. So I really loved that uh, they kind of gave it a little nod to Eric Stoltz, and it was a very funny bit too, where they talked about that. That scene was good. I also feel like it's also one of those scenes where it it may have went a little too long for what it needed to be. But yeah, yeah, the joke was stretched a little bit too far at times, like the dude having the fucking tattoo of I okay I but that was upside. I laughed. I chuckled, laughed at that though. Like when he fucking did the leg fucking flick, I was just like, "What?" But no, it was a solid movie, man. I know a lot of people are complaining about the CGI being wonky. I didn't really notice it that much. I don't personally think it's that bad. Chad, Daddy, you and I both agree. Like in the beginning scene, the opening scene, there is some stuff that looks a little shinier than it probably shouldn't be, and blah yeah. blah blah. But I, I don't know, man, because it's one of those things where I feel like this movie in itself, um, A, it doesn't feel like any of the other DC movies per se, but it also almost has kind of its own artistic direction with it. And I feel like the CGI follows that narrative, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like Marvel CGI or any of the other CGI that's been in DC, but if we're like the director said, and it might be a cop out too, I don't fucking know. If you're looking, if you're thinking about how fast the flash is moving and everything, everything's going to look weird and distorted and, you know. Okay. Have you seen the one and it's been like a meme or something where they're ripping on the CGI in the Marvel movies because they use a scene from uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Where it's like, okay, so they say, you know, how bad it is and they show this picture and it's, um, I don't know if you remember, it's a Heimdall's son where it's like his face floating in midair. And like they yes! straight up yes! did the exact same thing in Flash. They really did twice, twice, twice. Floating faces in space, floating faces in space. Um, Gene, the Batman were great in it, dude. I love seeing Batfleck again. I um, wish we could have seen more, and I really loved his suit in this. But I dude, didn't. He's pick, just, he's just such a good Batman. He was, and I did not pick up on this until I've seen other people mention it. He is not listed in the credits. Really? Yes. Wow, he's really just done. Wow. I mean, let's be fair. The main Batman in this movie is, is Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Um, spoilers. I, if you I don't think that's seen a any of the he's tra- been seen. Right. He's been seen in he's the trailers. trailers. Um, <laughs> it was there were complete fanboy moments with Batman, which I completely expected. I was also completely fine with because I am a fanboy of it. So I'm not even going to lie. When you see the old Batman, when you see the old 89 Batmobile 
you get a little bit of half a chub. I like, love not just the reveal of that, but uh, the the younger Flash freaking out over it. Well, yeah, because he's, he's, he's all of us fanboying exactly. in that situation. That's all it is. And then he takes a nap in it. I would too, dude. <laughs> Who would not want to sleep? Who wouldn't want to sleep in the Batmobile? But no, man, the Batplane, the Batplane is fucking awesome in the this rotating movie, cockpit. Does yeah, I wasn't was even going to so say that. I was just cool. going to say the Batman. Like, dude, Batplane in '89 was awesome. Especially for me being a kid, because I had that toy as a kid, dude. That had the little trigger at the bottom that you could actually <laughs> grab, grab shit with the little claw in the front. It's fucking. I would actually have balloons from the dollar store and be like, "Nice, play it all the time." It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, man, it, it was it was a good time. And man, I I we got Zod back. Zod, that dude is fucking fantastic. As I Zod, I was I thought he would have a bigger role than I was hoping was he would, but I understand. You know, dude, we'd be at a four-hour fucking movie at that point. You True. know what I mean? If if they really wanted to do a full like that route, Supergirl was great, dude. The girl playing her was fantastic. I loved just the 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 anger and the ferocity that she had as Supergirl. Like and she, well, her whole story, dude, was mm-hmm. just in, like sad and insane. And um, and I would also like to mention she is not too hard on the eyes. No, not at all. Neither is Flash's mom. She had, uh, yeah, but she had this like hot younger Michelle Rodriguez look to her. Very. I thought the same thing. It was, you know what it was? It's the wet, like pissed off, like hair in front of the face. Like it was giving me like some Resident Evil vibes. And like, and like the tired looking eyes. I don't know. If yeah. some, they have like the same eyes. Um, But no, it was a solid movie. It's not a perfect movie. No, but it's a fun There's movie. definitely a scene and I'm not saying what it is. But we get to when we get to closer to the climax of the film, there is some scenes that just come in that might make you some tear. It might give you some tears. It did There's for me. Definitely one that made me just go <gasps> like Pikachu style and shout for joy. Oh, I I wish we could talk about that. Scene. If, if you know nope. anything about the movie, it's possible it got spoiled. We're not going to be those guys. We're not going to be the ones to spoil. No, 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 no. But it, needless to say, it was something that I was just like, oh, my fucking God. It's something I've been and waiting that, to see for 20 years. Longer than that, even. 30. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Um, and then the ending was awesome. It's. Will they? Will there be a continuation? I do not see one whatsoever. Unfortunately, just because the shit going on with Ezra Miller and himself. Okay, but you never know because the way it you ends, never know you, the way it ends. You know, it's a little nope. ambiguous. Um, they never, of course. You know, everybody knows the whole premise is Barry goes back in time to stop his mother from getting killed, and then he fucks up the timeline and he has to reset it, so his mother still dies. We don't see the killer. No, but, there's a, there's a lot of stuff open for a sequel for sure, yeah. and the end credit scene was a waste of time. Didn't yeah, even you need don't, to fucking. You don't need to stay for it. It's it's dumb. They definitely it, it was. It was. It's just it's just played for comedy. It doesn't they, lead. But give us that mid credits. Don't give us it at the very end, dude. Fuck that. It was dumb. It yeah. was dumb. All needless to say, though, movie was solid. It was fun. I have been to the theaters way too fucking much, dude, in the last three goddamn months. Holy shit, dude. The wife and I were trying to remember what movie we saw Mother's Day weekend because we we're like, I'm pretty sure we went to the movie on Mother's Day. And I'm like, no, we didn't. You know what I had to do? I had to listen back to an old episode of Gore and More. 
to listen back to my slice of life to see what the fuck I did that weekend. So what did you do that weekend? We did. We saw Guardians, but it was that Saturday, oh. not Sunday. And I was like, oh, oh, there, there, there is one other cameo that I was completely surprised by, which really shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. It was um, at the the beginning, the whole chase scene on the bridge, and where Batfleck oh. saves the guy, and then oh, the, you know Wonder what Woman? I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't. I, I wasn't expecting. Were... I wasn't expecting Wonder Woman. I figured you were going to see most of that universe's people, or at least a few of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, we got to see Alfred and Batman and blah, blah, blah. So. But no, man, it's solid. Uh, Keaton Keaton brings it in, man. I mean, he's he's old man Keaton. Mm-hmm. But, man. But he's, he's still, still a badass Batman. He still can act. Um, yeah, man. Could you imagine if we could have younger Keaton as Batman? Like he was, but with the technology of today. Oh, that'd be awesome. It'd be fucking insane, dude. Like, see what Burton would do now <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, man, I would definitely give it two thumbs up. Go see it. It was a perfect day. It was a great dad movie. It was actually, yeah. honestly, they should have dropped that shit on Mother's Day. <laughs> Maybe not, though. I don't know. It could go either way, I guess. But alrighty. So, nerdy wise, I got to talk some Mortal Kombat. So, we have had some huge Mortal Kombat news for Mortal Kombat 2, the movie dropping out, which I think is still slated supposedly for next year. Last I heard, yeah. We will see if that remains or not with the whole strike still going down. But we got at least four new actors on the cast. Um, So we got Damon Harriman, which is going to be the new... Quan Chi, which fingers crossed, we get Noob Sabat with that whole introduction of a character. If it not, makes I'll be sense. very upset. It makes sense. <coughs> I can't see any other reason to bring him in. Why would you bring in Quan Chi if you're not going to go that route? You know what I mean? Like exactly. He's that. That's you know a couple movies too soon, really right. for Quan Chi. And they have uh, Anna Anna Thu Nijin. Uh, she will be playing Katana. Um, Desmond Chain will actually be playing Sindel and. Martin Ford will be playing Shao Kahn. Now, I didn't recognize, I recognize this picture, but I didn't, like, I know him from the bodybuilding world a little bit, but obviously he's, the dude's been acting for the last several years and shit like that. I think he was in Fast 9, even. I know, I'd have, to, I'd have to go back and he look. He is a tank mm-hmm. of a man. He is all but 6'8", and like, oh my god. MK, do you want to some stuff? I don't know. Do I want some stuff? I do want some stuff. But no, so we got this. I'm still, man, I, I still want to see, I can't wait till we start seeing some stuff come from this production, honestly, because they said there, there's a lot of cast returning. Yeah, Josh Lawson. Fingers crossed. We're gonna get, dude, we better get a, if they're bringing Josh Lawson back, we have to have a Kano and fucking Johnny Cage scene, dude, because that scene will like, it's gonna. <sighs> See, I don't know. I'm still not 100% sold on Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. I'm not either, but I'm still more sold than some other picks that they probably could have went with. Just because Carl Urban, we know, is a solid actor. Yeah. My only so... concern is he's a little old for the role. I, I was hoping for somebody younger for Cage. I agree. Because Cage, to me, should be like 
34. Yeah, 35. he should be about the same age as Sonya Blade in this. In I feel like, well, I, I mean, like, I'm not saying Sonya couldn't be younger if you were going off, even if she was mid-20s, you know what I mean? Like, he could still be 10 years her senior, but I don't see him, like, Carl Urban's 50, you know what I mean? Like, Johnny Cage isn't 50 until later, but whatever. Um, yes, so Cabal's not back. But we did see uh, uh, supposedly Kung Lao's coming back. I'm claiming, I'm thinking it's going to be a flashback or a memory. You know what I mean? Unless, unless they pull the flip of the script. But I don't think they could because technically Shang Tsung took his soul. But if they go MKX style, Quan Tree literally brings back all the dead motherfuckers that died in MK9. So he's one of them. So he comes back as a revenant in MKX. So could they could be. bring him back. Could be. They could bring all, they could bring Goro and Sub Zero. They could all bring him back as revenants. It's very possible with the introduction of Quan Chi. So, yeah, it's. I mean, dude, like my head is all like asunder from this shit for sure because I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude, give me all the MK. Which, oh, you know what? Also, I need to say, if you have an Xbox right now, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, the full edition on top of Injustice 2, the full edition combo pack is on sale for 10 fucking dollars right now on Xbox. Dude, Go you just mentioned shit. somebody and that reminded me fucking uh, TMNT, uh, was it the Shredder's Revenge or whatever? Yes. It's dropping. A, yeah. No, no, not the DLC. It's oh. fucking dropping for free on PlayStation Plus like tomorrow. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Nice. And I, already fucked, I bought it, but you know, I might solid. just download it again anyway. Yeah, but it's a solid game, dude. It's totally, it is totally fun. worth it. The and then you get to kick ass. And then you get the sweet fucking trophies, too. <laughs> oh, man. Brody says, hopefully they make Johnny Cage blonde tip with his hair and listening to Nickelback. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I do I agree with Chad Daddy that Urban, like, Urban is such a solid actor for sure, but man, like, if it was Urban 10 years ago, I'd be like, yes. Yeah, Judge Dredd Urban would, per- would have been perfect. Like, I always thought Ackles 10 years ago would have been a perfect fucking cage. But even now, he's, like, he's a little too old now. You know what I mean? But, like, bro, in early Supernatural, he's like a total fucking Johnny Cage lookalike. You know what I mean? So, yep. Um, I think I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, though, but I did say or I did read that for the game coming out this September. Um. They actually got what's his name to redo redub all the Johnny Cage lines. Oh, uh, Van Dam. Uh, Van Dam. Yeah. Yep. So if you got the Van Dam skins, it'll just be like the '95 Cage and MK11, which is fucking fantastic. <laughs> Lyndon Ashby, dude. Lyndon Ashby is like that's my go-to skin for Cage, man. Because I'm nice. like, fuck yeah, bro. It's it's the five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. It's the fucking man. I watched that the other day, dude. Put laundry away. I watched the fucking Brody one, and then I was like, "Well, I need to keep watching it." So I'm watching ninety-five one. And I just, I still can't get over how bad Reptile looked in that. Even for ninety-five standards, it looked bad. But you know what, man? There's still a lot of stuff about the ninety-five film, and it's not even nostalgic. But there's just a lot of shit that I still feel was done or represented better to give it a more concrete storyline. Mm-hmm. People might disagree. That's fine. But it's like, I don't know, it's that that just when I was rewatching, I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, it's still not a perfect movie, but there's still more solid shit in this. Oh, remember, remember our, our, our good friend, Mick Strawn. He's the reason we have that sweet uh, Johnny Cage scorpion fight in the bone layer. Fucking a dude, which was one of the best looking fucking fights, man. It was what's space ice. 
I have no idea. I do not know what that is, Gene. So unfortunately, I'm going to say no on that one. Uh, is there anything else nerdy we want to talk about, boy? Uh, just I, one, I, got... I just want to say that uh, next week, uh, Evil Dead Rise will drop on Max. Ooh, and nice. It comes out a week from tomorrow. So if you missed it and don't want to, you know, run it up from whatever, you, you can, you know, if you have Max, you can watch it on there. Definitely. And if you don't have Max, you probably should because it's got a lot of good shit. I mean, at the same time, that is cool. It's coming out on Max. I just really want that on physical, though, just because I really want that fucking movie. I think, I think it's it coming out. It it's might be this month or next. I month, think right? it's it's either this or next week. I think it's right around the same time. It would make sense that it's next week. Evil, let me see. Evil Dead 2023. Uh, no, that was a no, physical real estate. Eh, fuck off. Whatever. Either way. Cool. Nonetheless, that we get to see it again. So I'm happy. Um, now you got me curious. You didn't find anything. But... Well, here I could, I could probably type in physical. <laughs> June 27th. Oh. Yeah. So. Same day. Oh, is that the day it drops on Max? Next yeah. Tuesday? Next Word. Tuesday, 27th. Dope. Love it. All righty, homie. I think I'm good to go. It's We're at two hours. And for two of us, I'd say that's pretty fucking good. That's a solid episode, buddy. Fucking right. Sidebars aside. <laughs> right? We haven't done this since fucking near dark. <laughs> 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 yeah, so they just right. got us in trouble a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, fucking a, dude. Fucking Bill Paxton. Yeah, right. Bill Paxton. God damn it, Joe. Where are you at? Uh, <laughs> all righty. So, thank you once again, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. You guys are awesome. Um, we love that you comment and keep doing it up. It's it's fantastic. You guys Absolutely. are part of the show just as much. So. Next week, Chad Daddy, once again, you said 2003's Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Hell yeah. Fuck Jessica Biel. Little Arlie Emery next week, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah bro. Honestly, that, motherf- that motherfucker's scarier than Leatherface in that movie, too. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, I'm excited for that. But uh, all right, man, you want to lead us on the sign up, buddy? Yeah, so this is your dark word of knowledge, your Chad Daddy saying, uh, come back next week, bitches. We're going to take a little trip down to Texas town. Yeah. And I am your Fluffmaster Stream, Big Johnny D saying adios, Gorehounds. Thank you once again for joining in. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. Penis. Spider penis. <laughs> <laughs>